Much has changed since the last Mortal Kombat tournament. Dark forces of Outworld have begun invading Earthrealm. These attacks are seriously weakening Earth's dimensional fabric, enabling not only Outworlders to enter the Earthrealm, but warriors from other dimensions as well. Only the most extraordinary of warriors could possibly meet this challenge. Charlie, the English Dream. The ever-Polish Yasek. The Chinese Ninja Warrior. Uber Jason. Josh, Desecrator of Podcasts. And Obama. Driven by purpose and bound by honor, these are the defenders of the realm. <laughs> 10 out of 10, man. 10 out of 10 would listen again. That was, that was a good intro. GG. Yeah. Um, much, much hard work put into <laughs> mastering the douchebaggy attitude of Raiden in the cartoon. <laughs> I still need to see that. You do. Um, so good. How's, how's your week been? Uh, it's, it's been alright. Just been playing a load of games, really. Yeah, I've no college, so just just gaming. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I mean, you had you still have three, uh, three, three, seven, uh, free <laughs> from college, right? Yeah, yeah. Today's my last day off college, and then then I'll go back tomorrow. Oh, right when E three starts. I know. <laughs> um, we'll be covering E three, by the way. Somehow, right? Right? Somehow. Right? Right? Good. Uh, so yeah, sorry, aside from, aside from uh, gaming loads, anything up interesting? Not really. I guess my mum bought me some Marvel bath gel, and I said, you know I don't like Marvel, right? And she's like, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Don't really know what to say to that, to be honest. If she's listening, you're a legend. <laughs> um, I, mean, I want some Marvel bath gel. If you don't want it, send it over. No, Spider-Man. It's my favorite of all the superheroes. <laughs> there is that one really old song from Spider-Man, which I absolutely love. The Spider-Man like old theme song, is it? And I, I can't remember yeah, how yeah. it goes. How does it go? Do you remember? Spider-Man, Spider-Man. No. Does whatever. No, 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 not even that one. Not even that one. The one the one with the crazy guitar and the robot voice. Also not that it one. They went like Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not that one. That's satanic and probably evil. Uh Hey, that series is badass. Sounds like it. Uh I can't remember now. Anyway, it's irrelevant. I'll remember it like <laughs> sometime and then I'll sing it. We'll look forward to it. Good, 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 good. But, um, yeah, no, same. My week has pretty much been chilled. We had our final exam presentation thingies. And now it's back to projects and write-ups and essays. So, you know what? It's the fun life. (laughs) I preferred exam week because then uh, you're like, you, you went into school for like two, three hours Mm-hmm. Wrote your exams and then, like you had the rest of your day off to do whatever you wanted, and I kind of prefer that. Like I know, I know it's a bigger stress or whatever, but I'd rather just sit there for like two hours, write something, feel good about it, and then, and then go. Yeah, and then go like be a free Freeman, Charlie free, Freeman, a free dove. Yeah, oh. but yeah, no, it's back to projects and essays and and writing things up and stuff. Get hyped. I'm not hyped. Not at all. <laughs> oh, dear. 
but yeah, no, I've I've had uh, because of you know no homework really. I've had plenty of time to to game. I swear I bought like how many games did I buy last week? Like thirty something, oh probably, for a good price, mind you. Mm, yeah, you're good at finding those deals, aren't you? <laughs> I do try. <laughs> no, it's the craziest thing. I to- I think I told you about this yesterday, right? When when we went to Talia, which is a bookstore, oh, and yeah. all their games were for three francs a game, no matter what it was. Mental. Like I. I picked up a game, like, on the back, you know, they had, like, the tag saying 80 francs, which is quite mm. expensive. 80 francs is a lot of money. Uh, and it was just crossed out, and it's, like, three francs. I'm Googling how much francs is in pounds. All right, do that. A franc is about a dollar. About. Jeez. One euro. Two pounds, five pence for three Swiss francs. Yeah, one euro is 1.5 more or less 1.5. I mean, that's what it was quite a while ago. I think it's 1.3 now. It's yeah. around 1.3 francs. So 80 francs is a lot of money for a game. That's generally what, what games cost here. It's it's crazy expensive. But they had a yeah, deal because they're selling all their old games and they're getting some new stock in. So everything was free francs. And like the World of Warcraft Collector's Edition for Pandaria was like 30. That's crazy. Ooh. It's crazy deals, man. Crazy deals. Crazy deals. Come down to Talia for crazy deals. <laughs> so the only I, I bought <laughs> Section Eight and Warhammer mm. Dawn of War Two, and my girlfriend bought Mist of Pandaria and Section Eight as well because that's multiplayer. So you know mm. they were selling two Makes copies. Sense. And I think Makes I'm going to buy Dead Space Two on Monday when I get back there. Dead Space Two, yeah, Dead Space Two for that amount of money is a bargain. I know, right? That's crazy, crazy. So yeah, a uh, bunch of game buying, bunch of game playing, because I finally kind of got my internet fixed, right? Hmm. In the stupidest way, I made a new account on my Windows machine. Oh yeah, yeah. And now it just miraculously works. I don't, I don't know. Some, it's crazy. Some, it's crazy. <laughs> it's all crazy. <laughs> Shit. So I'm downloading <laughs> just all these games that I can and, uh, you know, playing them. Jamming them in there. That's what she said? She said, yeah, yeah I was kind she of did. thinking that. Yeah. It's kind of weird when she said it, really. Mm. Inappropriate. She had to leave afterwards. Well, it was at a formal, like cocktail dinner dress party it was a funeral after party jeez was it oh that's even worse she is she is not a good person crazy she's crazy (laughs) (laughs) and uh i think with that i think it's just best to go into news really on this yes let's head on down there that's what she said as well actually where the grass is green and the girls are pretty that's what he said Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's let's do this. All right. You want to start off? Should I start off? <laughs> you start off. You go for it. You sure? All right. All righty. All righty. All righty. Well, this is this is news that spurred some kind of controversy amongst Square Enix fan base. As always. <laughs> as, as anything that Square Enix does really nowadays, because um, mm. they announced a new Deus Ex game, right? And now this is one of the the. <laughs> "Quote unquote most important game franchises in the world, right? Like the first Do Sex was like revolutionary, uh-huh. and then it was a human revolution, you could say. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. And then the third one was actually human revolution. So you know, <laughs> that played out nice. It was a nice little 
thing they got going mm. on there. And uh, they announced the next game in the series, Deus Ex The Fall. And surprise, surprise, it's an iPad iOS exclusive. Yay! So Yay for us, not yay for anyone else. <laughs> well, is it really a yay for us? I mean, how do you well, make... I, I d- for me, it's not even a yay, because I just, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, um, I, yeah. I mean, as someone who downloaded a, a, a shitload of um, iOS games based on a popular gaming franchise on consoles or PC, they usually turn out to be really, really bad. Oh, really bad. Yeah. Because first-person shooters on iOS just... Mm, they don't. They just don't work, man. They just don't. The twin sticks aren't fun. The the like the, well, you mean like the, the dual stick ones. top down shooters? Oh no, but FPS ones. Oh yeah, not, yeah. Not oh no, it. they have most of them don't even do that anymore. Like they don't even have any virtual uh, joysticks. Like the left side of the screen is for moving, the right side is for looking, and like tapping the right side is for shooting and stuff like that. And then you have like buttons everywhere for like zooming in jumping sprinting menu oh, grenades reload and stuff you know mm. so i mean of course i'm skeptical but then again square enix they make some good ios games they make some bad ios games uh the reports are generally of of pretty good quality or the all the final fantasy all the final fantasy ports are pretty good uh chaos rings was a good game what else square enix did Ooh, a- chaos rings Chaos Rings. That sounds like chips. I swear to God. The, there must be chips that are called Chaos Rings. Yeah. There are. We can make them. We can brand them. Really? All right. Cool. Yeah. Take it to Dragon's Den. We'll get it done. Perfect. Let's let's make that a thing. I'll call my manager. Good. Nice. I wish I had a manager. And um, so, yeah, that, that, that was announced. And everyone was kind of like, oh, no, you know, this is killing Deus Ex. This is killing, I don't know, children in Africa. This is bad. <laughs> And the, the, it's making AIDS stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, all that stuff. And uh, A, uh, I guess. I mean, if you're a big fan of Deus Ex, and then they're like, hey, guys, new game. Like, oh, my God, yes, yes, yes. You know, like, this is a multi-million dollar franchise. And then they're like, iOS, I guess. It'll piss you off. Mm. But really... You can't know anything until you play it. Because, I mean, you know when the Dead Space for iPads came out? Yeah. That was, like, the best iPad game available. And it's, like, still is one of the best iPad games I've ever played. That game was fantastic. It was so good. Um, what else? There, was a, there were a couple of, there were a couple of uh, good uh, iOS games based on their PC console counterparts. Mm-hmm. I can't remember them now. It's, it's and I don't mean ports, obviously. I mean like um, spin-offs. Spin-offs, exactly. What speaking of spin-offs, is the fall a direct sequel? Yeah, yeah, it's a direct it sequel a that happens after the, oh, the, the book Icarus, I think. Ouch. So, it, so that, that's yeah. the thing. It's the next game in the series, mm. but it's an iOS exclusive, which is so weird. Yeah. As a as a as a production decision. Marketing, marketing decision, even because I mean, Deus Ex yeah. was like is what like fifteen years old now. I, I'm guessing. I I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not a big Deus Ex fan. I'm not sure, but you know, it's always been a, a console PC title. Yeah, and then to go to iOS is a really strange. Yeah, really strange move. I mean, if it was a spin-off, yeah, sure. You know, I'll I'll take a Deus Ex spin-off. That'll be pretty cool. 
Mm. And I'm not a, a, like you, I'm not a big Deus Ex fan. But that decision is really weird to me. I mean, we'll have to see how it is. Uh, there are some yes. good first-person shooters on the iOS, for sure. And that's the thing, though. Like, how do you make a good third-person slash first-person stealth game on the iOS? <laughs> well, I don't know. Because to me, from what I've seen of iOS gaming, it's all very limited unless you follow a very specific path Yeah. of kind of the style of HUD and how you do your combat and stuff. So I think yeah. they're going to have a challenge. You should play... But um, then again, if if they do it well, they might um, once again revolutionize iOS gaming controls. Uh, I hope they do. I wish them, yeah. I wish them luck, because I love gaming on my iPad. It's, it's one of the better gaming systems I have. Um, and you should play Aralon and Dead Space on it. Those are pretty good games. I'll have a look at Dead Space. Yeah, Dead Space is fantastic. It's barking up my tree. <laughs> so uh, that, that's all I have to say, really. The gameplay trailers look quite cool, and like the whole studio worked on, like the entirety of um, Idos Montreal, which are the guys who made Human Revolution, worked on it. So I'm mm. excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'll see how it plays out. Yeah, definitely. So, <sighs> so that's the first thing on 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 Polish's news list. And what about you, my friend? What would you like to bring up? Okay, Uh, I guess first I will talk about Precursor Games. Precursor Games. And uh, Shadow of the Eternals, which I've mentioned it before, the um, Mm. Eternal Darkness sequel that was up on Kickstarter. But it's actually been paused. It's put on hold. Um... When I saw it, it had around $100,000, which is like a tenth of what they wanted to get. They wanted like um, $1.5 million, I think. Yeah, I think it was something like that. And it had been 10 days or something. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been put on hold while they do plan to um, relaunch the campaign of trying to fundraise it they are just so far from their goal that i think they've sort of put it on state on uh, on hold and they're going to try and um, boost some support for it before they go and put it on straight away i think yeah i'm just looking at it now they had 2412 backers for a total of 120,039 dollars out of 1.350,000 million 1,450,000 and that was cancelled three days ago. Mm, I, I can't really blame them because uh, I think I, I, we talked a little bit about this before the show, but I think what they're asking for with Dennis Didak being the guy who's sort of heading the fundraising campaign. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Dennis Didak is a guy who's got a lot of contro- uh, whoa, uh, controversy. <laughs> surrounding him because um, of Two Human and an X-Men game, and apparently he kind of shifted about funding from uh, publishers and used them for other games that he would rather the money go on, which, you know, obviously isn't right. Um, No one really knows if it's true or not, but... But do you really think people, like... You really think people would... I think the the thing about these games is that they ride mostly on uh, nostalgia, right? 
people look at it like, oh, you know, Eternal Darkness was kind of cool. This is like a sequel. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd give them my money. And I, I think a lot of these people don't really... Like, this is just guessing, you know, but uh, I would think a lot of the people that would support this wouldn't really care about anything else. They're just like, oh, I remember playing that, like, you know, as a kid or as a younger person having fun. I'd like to see a sequel, you know? Well, I can tell you that um, two best friends did a playthrough of Eternal Darkness, so everyone was going to them. Oh, oh, please pledge money to Shadow of the Eternals. Please pledge money. If you pledge money, we'll all pledge money. So they released a huge several-paragraph statement about why not to pledge money, Mm. and then pretty much all the people on their fan page said, okay, we're not going to put any money in it now. And they lost about... 20,000-plus supporters, I think, from that. That's a shame, though. So, if I mean, I think more people kind of have tagged into Didact than you might think. Which is a shame. And I also think that just the amount of money they're asking for is unrealistic, personally. I, I couldn't see it getting that much money, regardless of nostalgia factor. Yeah, but if you look at the other most successful Kickstarter for video games, I mean, they made some cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking, how much was it, like 4 million? More than 4 million? I, I can't even remember. Well, I guess the problem with Shadow of the Eternals is it's always been kind of um, aimed towards GameCube fans. And then, of course, nowadays, not really many people look back at GameCube games, and they're all sort of geared towards the Wii and the PlayStation and the Xbox and looking at PlayStation 2 and Xbox original stuff. Yeah, but I mean... Uh, I think it hasn't really got much attention now. And it... I don't know. I just don't think Eternal Darkness ever had enough support and um, enough, like... Fan base? Yeah, yeah. A bigger fan base to get that much money. I I could never see it happening. Mm. I think that if it was to get that much money, it would probably be from other developers kicking in to try and sort of own a piece of it and put their name on it, I think. I mean, it's kind of a shame, because, like, looking at the most funded now, it's Ouya, or Ouya, or whatever, Uh, with almost uh, 9 million, 8.5. Then it's Torment, Tides of Numenera, with 4.1 million. And then Project Eternity with pretty much 4 million. It's 3.98 million. Right. So, I don't know, I, you know, it's a shame. Maybe maybe they'll do something with it. That's the thing yeah, with these yeah. Kickstarter projects. I mean, I was really looking forward to something called Project Awakened, mm-hmm. which was a game made by Phosphor Studios. And I don't know if you know them, because they, they mostly did stuff on iPad. I mean, they've done a bunch of ports, I believe it was, with the Unreal Engine. I think I've heard of them. They made, what did they make? They made Dark Meadow, which is one of my favorite iPad games. They made Horn. Which is a very good iPad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made a bunch of. They made the new World War Z game, which was kind of crappy, but obviously because that's a movie tie-in on the yeah. iPad. And they wanted to make this PC, PS3, Xbox, huge open world, like entirely customizable game where you like create your own character, create their fighting style, kind of like mix and match animations and clothing and you know like weapons and like all these crazy things. Like yeah. there are a lot, more, a lot more than I'm saying. Like a true, fully customizable open world game, also with like loads of interesting multiplayer and stuff. And they never got like they tried like twice, I think now, and they they fail every time, which is a huge shame. Oh no! Oh no! No, I wanted them to succeed. 
That's a shame. Uh, that's that's how it goes. Maybe one day. Maybe. Maybe one day. In the future. Well, uh, I guess this. Well, this doesn't really connect in any way. But uh, the next piece of news I'd like to mention is about World of Warcraft. Yes, Just please do. Obviously, an important game to me and you. <laughs> despite not even playing it anymore, really. I mean, yeah. I'm still subscribed. but uh, World of Warcraft has introduced a new social raid type. And it's called flexible raiding. Mm. And what this mm. is, is basically... Well, I'm going to read you a quote uh, from, from Blizz, because it's kind of hard to explain just by myself. So here's a direct oh. quote. During the Wrath of the Lich King expansion, the 10-player normal difficulty served these groups of players pretty well, but the unification of 10-player and 25-player into a single difficulty effectively eliminated that niche. While Raid Finder mode is extremely accessible, it doesn't provide smaller groups with a tight-knit social experience while pro pro progressing through the content. So this new mode, the Raid difficulty... Well, this is like the quote finished. In this new mode, the Raid difficulty will change and scale depending on how many players are in a particular group without having an item level requirement in order to join the raid. So, for those of you who play WoW, I don't know, I, I, I can imagine a lot of people bitching about this, because they, they always bitch about anything that WoW does I was, anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, they always do. So <laughs> I can see their point, because all that WoW is doing now is making it easier, so that like it's more child-friendly. Mm. I, mean, I guess I can't blame them, but... It's not that bad of a change, thinking of all the things they could have done. Like, I was never a big raider, per se. No, me either. But I could imagine that if I was to get into raiding, I, I can. my guild always uh, spans, you know, people asking, like, who wants to join a, uh, who wants to join a, a raid? Anyone want to raid this, want to raid that? And, you know, there's, there's barely ever people. So finding that the, those ten guys, or nine guys, I guess, because one has to start it, can be a bit of a challenge, especially to know that you can work together, you know, you can talk together, trust each other, uh, that they'll have a certain skill level uh, with playing their class. So this new new flexible rating thing is, is kind of cool. I like it. It's a, The more difficulty levels you have, the better your game is, right? I mean, right? So I guess yeah. I guess that's a it's a nice nice touch. It's probably making the game a lot easier than it should be. But uh, well, they've kind of been chipping away at World of Warcraft for a while now, making it easier and easier. So yeah, well, they're losing subscribers. <laughs> I don't know. Raids so. raids have always kind of been where the big hitters, the professional sort of uh, guys who really know what they're doing, yeah. that kind of thing. That's where they've been living. So I don't really see the point in trying to smooth this over maybe they're trying to increase the amount of people who do raiding yeah but, but then again raiding was also one of the only reasons that people actually played wow over other mmos right mm. i mean that was like when when wow um came out sure like the questing back then you know was was pretty good for an mmo but it was really the raiding the the end game that made wow uh stand out over everything else yeah the the challenges uh, pvp and um, raids. So I can see why old fans would be unsubscribing from WoW. And it's a tricky... MMOs are a really tricky situation right now because it's obvious that WoW will be at a de decline, right? Yeah. Because no matter what MMO you play, I mean, it's always the same. Like, there's some story, okay, cool, but basically it's go kill X or go collect X 
and come back and then go do something else and you know like a little bit to the right that's pretty much the same thing but like here it's justified by this tiny change in the story right yeah yeah it's essentially that i mean when i was playing wow right now it was like a week ago and i finally logged on and i had a bit of time i was like go collect 20 carrots right next to that there's like 10 rabbits who i don't know did some shit killed them because okay i was too lazy to read the quest text and like and next to that there's also these little rabbits and kill those as well because whatever and then i came back to them with all these free tasks and they're like oh yeah by the way we also need like 20 salad go get like that 20 salad from over there i'm like really this uh <laughs> this game i mean it's not wow's fault that's that's just how mmos work and that's how mm. any mmo works right now and you can you know say the combat is better the graphics are better but essentially it's always the same thing go kill x go collect x come back rinse and repeat um, yeah, like with Defiance, they promised to have more interesting quests. No, it was still go kill this. See, like but that's that. the thing. The quests might, like the thing about, like, for example, Old Republic, right? That has more interesting mm-hmm. quests. Obviously it does. It's Bioware. They wrote, like, all the dialogue, all the story. The quests yeah. are interesting. The thing is, who really gives a fuck, right? A, a lot of people that play MMOs don't care about the quest text they don't even realize yeah. it's there like their their minds automatically clicked continue or accept before they you know before they even scroll down or anything right everyone just power levels through it yeah because i mean that's that's why you played wow you wanted to get for the quest so you were the highest level so you could train up all your skills so you could go raid so you could go pvp right yeah. and now when they're making it easier the hardcore players are like nah man fuck this game and new players just don't have any reason to play WoW because there's tons of other games that do the same thing but they do it for free yeah. so it's a, it's, a, it's a slippery slope and you know I don't think it's... WoW will die for a while but it will definitely yeah, go I down I was going to say it's, it's got some life left in it oh definitely for a little while a few years at least yeah but yeah but it's going to go it's... down it's creeping towards its grave very slowly. Very, very slowly. I mean, I predict mm. it will always have at least four million subs. Four million. Yeah, you could be right. Four, four, four or five, I'm thinking. Because right now they're at 8.3, which is crazy low compared to what they were before, right? Yeah. Probably even if um, World of Warcraft did die, I think that someone might do a like an HD version of it, kind of revamped. I don't know, I'm just thinking on my feet, but there's no way that a, a massive game like that is just going to die oh, no. without something coming afterwards. I mean, afterwards. the franchise of Warcraft will probably not die for a lot. I mean, this was a franchise that literally changed the world of video games and yeah. affected the, the real world outside of games in a lot of ways. A lot of ways. Like, this game was, you know, part of... I guess we can now say part of human history, however silly that sounds. It's true, right? Mm-hmm. Warcraft along with, with its uh, MMO, World of Warcraft. So even if it does die in like, I don't know, say four or five years' time, because that's, that's at least how much it will take. Uh, yeah. I don't think the Warcraft franchise on its own will die out because there's too much to go on. There's too many books. Too much stuff. Too, the community is way too deeply involved. Yeah. You know, from songs to movies to machinimas to... Books to novels to Some science of the best fiction. Cinema rounds from World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like even you know, even what I do in my free time when I work on on a game or something, I use WoW models, animations, and stuff because they're so diverse mm. and there's so much of it to create yeah. your own rich world, so to say. So I don't see WoW dying or or Warcraft dying within the next ten years. I don't think it's going to happen. 
Yeah. And the only pe- only people who could kill it is Blizz when they release Titan in like five years time or whatever. Yeah. But uh, no. Waiting with bated breath. Yeah. So yeah, new new raid type. It sounds cool. I don't know if if I was if I finally got to ninety, if I wasn't bored as shit with leveling, I'd I'd probably do it. I guess. I'll never get to ninety because <laughs> I play WoW in bursts. So yeah. I mean, I played it two weeks ago for two hours, and then before that was like two months ago, I think. Maybe during the summer. I mean, when you come over, we'll probably have like a couple of of WoW sessions. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. But, but yeah. And I mean, I guess well, that's what a lot of people do. They they buy the expansion, they play the expansion until they're 90, and then they, they stop, they unsubscribe, they wait for the next expansion. Mm. So, I mean, this is the period now between uh, MOP pretty much finished... Right, I mean, they are releasing new content, but pretty much finished, and waiting for the newer expansion to come out. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, are they doing a new expansion? Pro- probably. I mean, it'll be stupid if they Kinda didn't. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Mm. I mean, it'll be a really bad choice if they didn't. Mm. For them, I mean. But I know that a lot of their team is working on Blizzard All Stars, which looks pretty cool, and Titan, and obviously Starcraft. Too. Yes. Yes. But yeah. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Is there any way to transition from this to your your bit of news, or do you have to just just do it? Uh, I'm just gonna go. For just it. gonna go for it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this bit first. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Fable is a franchise that's kind of kind of slowly died as well. Yeah. Fable 1 was fantastic. I know a lot of people didn't like it because PM promised a ton and then he didn't do it. I never heard him promise any stuff, so I just liked it <laughs> yeah, regardless. Same. And then I knew what people felt with Fable 2 and 3. <laughs> you know, Fable 1 went from being absolutely awesome to Fable 2, which was good, to Fable 3, which was bad. To Fable Heroes, which was why to Fable the Journey, which was I'm not paying for this franchise anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. now something new has been announced in Fable, which has actually caught my ear and a lot of the fans' ears as well. Hmm. So uh was it Tuesday the trailer was released? I think it was yeah, it was at the beginning of the week. It was Tuesday or yeah, Monday. So early on this week a trailer was released of several Twitter tweets to Lionhead asking about Fable One remake with better graphics and sound quality, and all these all these tweets were kind of appearing everywhere, and it eventually got to be like five, and then ten, and then twenty, and it was just getting more and more. And then we see Jack of Blades, the villain from Fable One, in gorgeous new graphics, and it appears on the screen says Fable Anniversary. Yeah. So this year, Lionhead is releasing a complete HD remake of Fable 1, including the Lost Chapters expansion, which was brilliant, mm. in um, up-to-date graphics, better sound quality, it'll have achievements, uh, leaderboards for the mini-games that are in the, the original game, and it's all coming to Xbox 360 um, at the end of this year, I heard. I think it was sooner, a bit sooner than that, but yeah. Later, late, oh, later I, this year. I really hope so. Just as later, yeah. 
Yeah, well, as a fan of Fable 1, so excited. Really excited. I've, I've been asking for this ever since the blunder that was Fable 3. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, they put up some screenshots already and the graphics look so much better. They look pretty um, good, yeah. It looks really smooth. And th- they've managed to stick to the art style of Fable 1 mm. without going off into the slightly more childish style of Fable 2 and 3. So I'm very glad about that. Yeah, no, it looks... I've never actually played 1. I've played 2, and mm. that was pretty much it. But I've played a lot of 2. Um, but it looks really good. I'll probably be buying it. It's a shame it's not coming to PC, though. Yeah, well, you're kind of missing but, uh, out, because uh, oh, Fable Xbox 1 Xbox 360 was... only. So I guess that means no Xbox the One apps. either. Uh-huh. No, no, it's uh, it's only on uh, the 360 as far as we know. Good. But you're kind of missing out having only played Fable 2 because Fable 1 is just... It's it's more limited in its content to Fable 2, uh-huh. but it's far better. So. I'll, I'll pick it up when the anniversary one's out. Definitely. Yeah, you should. You should. Definitely. Hmm. All right, well, I'm guessing we'll, we'll see it at E3, right? Probably. I bloody hope so, because I really want to see more of, of these graphics. I'm intrigued to see which part of the game they're going to demo at E3, actually. Yeah, that will probably be interesting Judging by the you. screenshots, I've got a feeling it's going to be the Twin Blade Camp quest. That, but that's, that's, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like, about, sounds like an RPG. Let's have discussion, discussion about... <laughs> Twin Blades Camp. Sounds like an your RPG favorite thing. scene in video games. <laughs> I love Twin Blades Camp. <laughs> the fact that they all have like Twin Blades is just cool, and that it's a camp. Mm. I like that. I really like the fire. The fire. I like yeah. camps. Usually have fire. Camp really? Yeah. See, the last time I went camping, like I was attacked by a bear. Oh, well, this is probably because you didn't have any fire. Prob. That's. Thank you. This mm. changes everything. Next time, you'll know. Next time, I will not be attacked by a bear, for I have gained the knowledge of fire. <laughs> I am basically portraying human evolution. Anyway, speaking of E3 uh, and bears, Sony is promising to show more than 40 PlayStation games at E3. More than 40. Take that, Microsoft. I'm sorry, they haven't even That's announced it. They haven't announced We got anything. 15 exclusives. Whoa, 40. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's like, I love Sony right now. Everything they do is just <laughs> so funny to watch, and compare mm. it to um, Microsoft. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was Insomniac Gamers who made a, a funny uh, advertising campaign for like uh, Sony, and like <laughs> says I'm like the only red ring on the PlayStation is like the 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 button on the controller or something like that. <laughs> Oh yeah, the circle button. Yeah, the circle button. Something like that. It was it was quite funny. <laughs> but yeah, the this includes a few PS4 titles and a bunch of PS3 titles as well. Okay. Are they so all of them are exclusive? All of them exclusive. Well. Which is There you go. Yeah. <laughs> GG Microsoft. Hmm. GG. See what what Sony have done is what Microsoft did at the start of this generation. They've sat back let Microsoft do all the talking and then just taken everything they've done and um, gone better to just to look better than Microsoft, which is very clever. But surely Sony wasn't aware of the stuff that my, like Microsoft would do, right? I mean, they just put no, a lot of effort. Know, they, 
they um I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, I watched I watched this on an inside gaming thing and they explained it mm. perfectly, but I can't remember what they said. Alright. I see what you or mean. Maybe though, they that... said that Microsoft could sit back and take notes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. Well there were there were more uh Revealed information on the Xbox One. I'm not even going to bother covering it. it. It sounds stupid as fuck. I'm I'm sorry. I'm so convinced that I'm not getting it. Even if they show the best exclusives in the world, mm. I'm not even buying an Xbox One. It just goes against a lot of things that I believe as a gamer. So, nope. Sorry. You yeah. lost me. Well, I'm still on the bench, but... If you watch both of Angry Joe's videos, you won't be... <laughs> I've, I'm just. I, I know that I'm just going to stick with my 360 till they stop support from it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. Not even Me too. Bother. Me too. Going to either of the the two next gen consoles straight away. I think I'm going to sit back and see the reactions of fans over time. Because if you remember that with the PlayStation 3, yeah, that sucked to start with. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. There are so many comics. Way like... better. So reminds me of this comic. Like, hey, dude, where's your girlfriend? And it's like, oh, she went to like Mike. Mike's house to play PlayStation 3 like <gasps> the PlayStation 3 has no games so then I, it was the stupidest comics about like the PS3 fanboys I, I, know, I know what <laughs> you mean though but at least they're both good consoles right like the lack of support or games or whatever didn't change the fact that it was a good console the Xbox One mm. is just not a good console yeah and I, I, apparently they might not even get you know like the according to like the US government, the Microsoft had to like change a bunch of shit because the Kinect was against people's privacy. So yeah, they either had to like adapt well. it and change it or they just wouldn't be allowed to sell it. Yeah, you, there's now an option to just switch it off altogether. Yeah, but it's still constantly listening for your one command to turn on the Xbox. Which I mean if you're no, paranoid. No, what what I mean is like they have the option to switch that off completely. It's like before it went into a low power mode where it would only react to saying Xbox on. Now they've got an option for you to switch it off really? completely. Really? You sure? Yeah. Okay. That's, I read that somewhere. Yeah. I, I thought I heard that you can switch it off, but it's still listening for that one command. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Either way, I'm not getting an Xbox One, based on what okay I'm saying right now. Okay. Not. So yeah, that's, 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 that's a fair judgment. I think a lot of other people are making that as well. Yeah. And I mean, Sony is doing everything good that they should be in my books, so I want to support them as well as not support Microsoft for doing all the bad things. Mm. Mm. But yeah. But yeah. Yada yada. And with that, we can go into your last bit of news, which is... It's a a new flipping Windows 8 game for some reason. For some reason they thought that was a good idea. Let's put a game on Windows 8 tablets and phones only. So that's like for uh, all five people that own them, right? Yeah, uh, maybe four now because I heard one guy sold his. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> well, four people. This is for you. Yeah, and this is a game I, I'm really against for obvious <laughs> reasons, but it's a Halo spin-off called Halo Spartan Assault. Um, so it's basically a top-down shooter set between the events of Halo Three and Halo 4 uh, during the Spartan 4 program, which I thought was really dumb anyway. But anyway, I'm not going to just criticize everything. Uh 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 Uh, And it's it's about 
Sarah Palmer from Halo 4, which was one of the worst characters I've ever seen, full stop. Like, she was voiced by Jen Hale. And okay. whenever I heard her, I just thought, oh, okay, that's Jen Hale. I didn't think, oh, this new character, Sarah Palmer. No, it's just Jen Hale, Jen Hale uh, doing a Spartan military man jargon voice. I know this is kind of off topic, but I find it really funny how Jennifer Hale is actually really alien in the whole game community. Like, all she does is voice act. She doesn't actually play any games. She's not yeah. interested in them. Someone said that she, like, made a comment a negative comment about gamers. I don't know what it was. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, I I don't know about negative comments, but I know that she's very alien to the entirety of the thing, apart from like lending her voice to the most popular video games in the world. But oh well, sorry, sorry, keep going. Yeah, um, just a, a little side story about the fact that they chose to do Palmer. Um, Xbox UK put up a picture of Sarah Palmer and said. Um, Discover a Spartan's true calling um, with Sarah Palmer in Halo Spartan Assault, blah, blah, blah. And I said, Sarah Palmer was a terrible character. Uh I'd rather discover the world's worst-smelling piece of shit than her backstory. (laughs) That's that's hostile. (laughs) That's where I stand. I literally, throughout playing the entirety of Spartan Ops, which also was a terrible game mode, all I was doing was criticising Sarah Palmer's character. But, you know, apart from Sarah Palmer, I'm not going to go on about her for ages. Uh-huh. It's a top-down shooter set in the Halo universe. Is it a twin um, stick? Uh, I think so, but they're modifying the controls for Windows Phone 8. How, that that just sounds like a bad idea. <sighs> well, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, like, twin stick shooters are the thing that made iPad gaming a thing, kind of, right? Mm. You have your left stick for moving, your right stick for shooting, and that's what it's been like ever since tablets actually, you know, played games, right? I yeah. don't see how changing that control scheme can turn to be a good thing in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. Well, it's, it's a strange I mean, move. It's an odd move. It's even it's called, the genre of games is called Twin Stick Shooter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, maybe. All right, cool. We'll see. We'll see. So it's set in 25 different levels. You can pick up weapons from Halo and get in vehicles from Halo and shoot Halo enemies. A lot of people are calling it Halo Wars 2. I'm inclined to agree. I don't think this is going to be any good. I don't really want to know about it. And I hope 343 don't get much out of it. See, this is... If you ask me, I knew this was coming because tablet gaming is a thing that's really, mm. you know, powerful now. So I, w- I would be surprised if at this point any studio in the world is not considering some kind of tablet game, even indies, right? Yeah. But the fact that A, it's Halo, which we all know is never going to come out on anything other than Windows, which is like four people mm. in the world, so well done. You're going to make like $16 max. <laughs> It's only Windows 8. It's a twin-stick shooter based on, an, based on a first-person shooter, which is just outright, okay, well done, good job. It's like that Borderlands game that came out on the tablets, and it was the worst piece of shit they have ever made, ever. It was like a top-down strategy. It's, hard to, it's not a strategy. It's like you had four guys, four characters, and you could like position them on the map, and then they just shoot at enemies, 
and then they'd shoot some enemies, and then they'd move a bit to the right, and then you'd position them again, and then they'd shoot again. And wow, the, and there was The AI was terrible. The controls were a piece of shit. There weren't even that many weapons. It was just terrible. Like, why? And that's the thing. Uh, there's, like I said, Dead Space again is an example. They made a Dead Space game, which at first people were like, you know, they saw the screen, they're like, oh my god, this looks amazing, but I'm kind of skeptical. But then the game came out like, holy shit, this is, this is something, right? And stuff like that. So I, I, I'm definitely not a person to judge a game just by saying, oh, it's tablets. But you're making a twin-stick shooter, apparently with no twin-sticks, on, on an OS that barely anyone uses, based on a franchise that is simply not made for twin-stick shooters. I don't... Nah. Never, yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. I'm well, not a big Halo guy, but, but you know, just sounds like a weird decision to me. Well, it is. I just think there's, there's so many better Halo projects, Halo spin-off projects that were out there. At one point, Peter Jackson wanted to make uh, what a lot of people were speculating to be a, um, what are they called? Like The Walking Dead. Oh, like a, 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 not an adventure game, but kind of like an adventure game? Point-and-click adventure game. Point-and-click, yeah. They were going to do one of them... Uh, set in the Halo universe called Halo Chronicles. That would be cool. And it was going to have a load of really cool RPG elements in, and it sounded so good, and then yeah. they cancelled it. Oh. <laughs> and uh, there was a Halo MMO, which, like, screw it, I would have played that. But, um, yeah, sure. Also cancelled. Uh. So they decided to go for a twin-stick shooter on Windows 8? <laughs> okay, I d- no. <laughs> Thing is, on tablets... Maybe that's why, because you know Gameloft's uh, Nova? <laughs> that did Halo better than... Well, no, maybe not better, but they did Halo pretty well on on tablets. Of course, you know, yeah. the story was, was kind of crappy. The graphics were tablet graphics. And number two was a piece of shit. But one and three are some of the best FPSs on the, on the, on the device. And it's obvious that it's just like a rip-off of Halo, which I'm fine with, because, I mean, I get to play a game like Halo on my tablet. That's cool. I don't really care. So maybe maybe that's why? I don't know. Because from all the games you could have possibly made, a twin-stick shooter, the most overused uh, game genre on tablets, like, yeah, okay, GG. Nice one. <laughs> that's what I'm... Yeah. I don't know. I... I just disagree with their choice to do this spin-off entirely. If if they were to do a spin-off, I would want it to be more like Halo ODST with some slight open-world uh, elements to it and a very interesting narrative. Yeah. I- not Not something like this, which just seems like a little bit of content they've sort of created on the side just to make more money. Which is, you know, it's something you do in the game industry nowadays, yeah. but it doesn't mean you can't put any kind of fan service or um, effort for your franchise in. This seems like they've kind of churned it out just for money-making purposes. Yeah. Every time there's... I think we've said this many times on the podcast, but every time there's a bit of news about games, we just realize that it's an industry, and it's a very yeah, corrupt yeah. business industry, unfortunately. Hmm. The companies that are the nice guys and try and appeal to the fans all the time sometimes don't last. 
I mean, I guess that's why we have Valve. I mean, there's a couple of decisions Valve make that I'm really against, but on the mm. most part, Valve are like the good guys in the gaming industry. Like, you know, speaking of big, yeah. big companies, obviously. Because it's usually hard to like pin something on indies. But uh, in big companies, yes. Valve, I guess to a certain extent Ubisoft, although they have done some, you know, some bad things in the past. Mm. Still love Ubisoft, though. Ubisoft are great. Yeah, yeah. It's, the the more the more I think about them, the more I like them. But yeah, I mean, like the only things I can really criticize are when they try to push season passes, uh, not season passes, sorry, uh. online passes. Yeah, and then everyone was just like, no, so they stopped. And um, how they kind of, for me, they've wrecked the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah, that's and the how thing. they yeah. sacked that that guy. Um, the creative director of Assassin's Creed, wasn't it? Yeah, and then they, they cancelled his game that he was working on at THQ mm. after they bought THQ. Yeah, th- those are the only three things that come to mind for me. But other than that... For I me, like as a PC game. gamer, and I guess it's such a small thing, but like their games used to be on Steam, right? <laughs> and now it's like, nope, use Uplay. I'm like, I don't want to use Uplay. It's a piece <laughs> of shit. And they're like, nope, use Uplay. It's great. But I don't want to use Uplay, Ubisoft. Like, nope, it's great. Trust me, you'll love it. It's like EA's origin, except blue. Yeah. So, ugh. You play on consoles is actually really good. Really? Um, yeah, mm. you unlock like special extras for the game by doing certain things. Oh no, same same move on the PC. Oh cool. But I but, just I yeah. just I just prefer having everything on Steam. You know. On Steam. Yeah, I, I understand how you feel. I, yeah. I'm really OCD about like you know like having your play t- playtime show up and people knowing what games you play just by looking at your single profile. Without having to be like, okay, so he plays this on Origin, he plays this on Uplay, he plays this on Steam, he plays this on this. Like, why can't I just, like, everyone used to use Steam before, and now they just want more cash and more control, so they, you know, make Origin and Uplay and... Ugh. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I, I guess... Oh, there was one last thing I really wanted to mention quickly. Go ahead. Which, which interests both of us a lot. They announced the Central Force collect Central Force Collectors oh, yes. Edition. Yeah, yeah. And what this includes is a replica of a dubstep the dubstep gun from the game, which is fucking badass. <laughs> it includes the Doomsday button, which is literally like a button you know, like with the glass case, like, like yeah. in movies or like the Worms game, I think it was. That if you press it, it plays dubstep. It, Does it play Doomsday when you press it? Doomsday by Nero? I don't know. It might. Yeah. It might it, really just funny. play some dubstep. Doomsday is a good okay. good song though. It was more, of, but I think people would automatically associate that with the Borderlands too. Yeah, and <laughs> includes some DLC. It includes some other things I really can't remember because I was way too pissed off at a small thing that was revealed. Oh, because here we go. <laughs> so I'm trying not to like explode at my microphone because the geniuses at Koch Media, the fucking brilliant minds decided that this collector's edition oh no do you want to play it no fuck you it's only for consoles why how stupid can you possibly be as a company to say you know what we will restrict our sales to like half of the gaming community because we're fucking cockbags why would you ever do like in what scenario is this a good decision in which possible scenario you know they're like hey guess what we can release a collector's edition for half 
of the fan base, giving them cool goodies and stuff that they actually want and voted for on our website, as, lo as well as making loads and loads and loads of money. But you know what? No, let's just make it Xbox and PS3 exclusive. Are you fucking serious? Why? 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 I'm really scared right now. I mm, I wish there was a bitch here so I could just slap her in the face, but <laughs> I don't I'm even. Sorry, I pimp slapped you to that chat again. <laughs> I don't even. What? Uh, I can't even comprehend why. What? Why? <laughs> Can you tell me? There, there is no reason. Okay. There is no. I don't have a reason. <laughs> then why? I didn't work on this game. <laughs> then why? Because now I pre, I, I already pre-ordered the collector's edition on for my Xbox, knowing that as soon as I get it, I'm gonna sell the game back, either to the store or to anyone else. Sell it to me. Sell it to me. Do you want it? I was gonna yeah, sell it to you because I, I will have the Xbox 360 disc. And yeah, I'll sell it for like five, ten francs cheaper than I than than you can buy it at a store. Dear. So just so I can go and buy the Steam version, and ugh, you're so fucking stupid. You're so fucking stupid. Not you, them. Good. So fucking stupid. I'll say it, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. I did not work on this game. <laughs> I don't have your answers. God damn it, Charlie. <laughs> Fuck no, but um, yeah, that's all. I, small rent is over. It's it's stupid. There's no reason for it. They're absolutely retarded. They're losing money. They're pissing everyone off. GG. Fuck you, Koch Media. That's all. Okay, so I think we're gonna have a break now. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go shower. Just wash all this off. Wash the tears away. <laughs> no tears, only dreams now. No, don't start this. Anymore. I should put this music in the break. Go on then. Shh, no tears, only dreams now. It's done. It is done. I need to stop recording.
Well, I hope that after this tantalizing break, you will never face tears again. Only dreams now. Charlie's only dreams now. It was beautiful. It's somewhat celestial. Really got me. It felt like it was there, but it really wasn't. Dude. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. No, yeah. seriously. Like, yeah. dude, dude, what, what if, yeah. like, dude. when we die, yeah. you know, yeah. man, dude, being serious, what if when we die, yeah. we, like, seriously, dude, listen, seriously, I'm being serious. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Dude. When we die, yeah. we yeah. become, like, stars, dude. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, shit. Some cosmic fuck. shit. Dude, fuck. Yo, yo, uh, dude, yeah, listen, dude. dude. Yeah. Listen, dude, mm. what if, like, all right, okay, wait, Seriously. Dude. Dude. If, like, when star, dude, when stars? Dude, yeah. When, like, stars, stars like, die, do yeah. they, like, become us? Oh, dude, man. Dude. Dude. <laughs> we should probably stop this now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, just lead us. Lead it. Games you've played this week. Games. Go. Okay. Yeah. I've got a list here. Yeah. I'm going to read them out. Do that. And you tell me one to do because I have something else to do with games, but it's not a game to to talk about well, afterwards. You can't you can't just change the structure of the show. Well You can't just do that. I think you'll find last week you got fired. So Yeah, but you got I was rehired, rehired, but I didn't give you any of your powers back. So technically I am now manager of the show. But I'm, but it's all on. fine. Ruin the show. Just okay. Fine. Go okay. do it. I'm. I'm about to. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Okay. Uh, before we ruin it, just read us. Read us your your list. I shall. These are the ones Good. I can remember. I've probably played more. I just. I just can't remember. That's cool. Um, so I've got House of the Dead three. Uh huh. House of the Dead two. Uh huh. Mortal Kombat 2011. Uh huh. Karateka. That's a good game, apparently. Fairy Bloom Freezer. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Yuck uh-huh. it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I've put Bowl Blood, but I'm gonna put Blood Bowl. <laughs> um, bowl Blood sounds a lot more metal, to be honest. Yeah. The Bowl Blood. <laughs> uh, I kind of don't want to do that one because I still don't fully get what the hell is going on with it. I don't blame you. Uh, yeah. Red of Redemption. Paranautical Activity, and Radical Roach. Right. Um, well, I was really interested in Paranautical Activity mm. because that had some controversy surrounding its Steam Greenlight mm-hmm. page. Have you heard it? Have you heard I about haven't, it? No, no. Basically, they were put on Steam Greenlight mm-hmm. to be greenlit, the Paranautical Activity, and they were doing pretty well. And then I think it was Adult Swim. I think it was Adult Swim. They got in touch with the developers and they were like, yo, we're going to publish your game for you. So it'll be put on Steam. You know, as long as we get some of the profits, right? Mm-hmm. As, as publishing works. And then the developers were like, oh yeah, cool. Let's do that. And then Valve were like, nope, banned from Steam Greenlight. And they said that they don't want um, indie developers to actively look for publishers to ensure that they get on Steam. Which, I mean... Uh, it's kind of fair, to I, be honest. I appreciate it, and it's fair, but this really wasn't the case here, you know? Yeah, they got asked. They weren't looking, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, well, apparently they're back on Greenlight now, apparently. Oh, that's good. I should just go look it up. 
now. So if you could talk about that, because I know it's on Mac, Linux, and Windows. Mm. And we both bought it in that bundle, right? Yes. So, so uh, I have to, I'd like to see whether it's you know worthy a download. Okay. And what's up? What's up with that? And then, if you could maybe squeeze in Fairy Bloom Freesia, because if you have a if you have a game called Fairy Bloom Freesia on your list, you know I'm going to ask about Fairy Bloom. Freesia. I know, but fine. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Oh, the phone's ringing. Please, please excuse me for. I will tell them. Oh my god, so unprofessional. You're fired. I know you can't hear me, but you're so fired right now. Meanwhile, I'm going to look up the paranautical, which is really hard to spell. Paranautical. I, I hope that's how it's spelled. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Hi. God, how my have you mom's been? just flipping. I fired you while you were gone, by the way. Uh, you can't do that because I'm the manager, not you. You left mid-recording. I still didn't give you your powers back. I have all the powers I need. I'm Polish. Can I please have my job back? Fine. Thank you. Fine. You're welcome. Yeah. Is she all right? Yeah, she was just like, oh, hi. And I was like, yeah, I'm recording your podcast right now. She goes, oh, are you? Is, is anyone else in? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> oh. no, I, I didn't say that. Didn't say Tell that. your mom to call me. I'll talk to her. No, <laughs> no, because then Fine. I have to talk to myself for ages. <laughs> Felt weird. Okay, um, okay. Anyway, well, so, back so now. yeah, harmonies can be restored. Paranautical activity and fairy bloom freesia. And my special little thingy. Plocks and okay, that's my, my special dirty. thingy won't take long. It will not take long. That's not a good thing to say in any context ever. But okay. <sighs> right. Thanks for making that joke. <laughs> Sorry, you set me up for it. Right, just go, just go. Okay, okay, Paranormal right, Paranormal activity. Activity. So, it's it's a first-person shooter uh-huh. um, in, like, a sort of Minecraft-esque, not exactly the same as Minecraft, but that sort mm-hmm. of style of blocky, pixelated, three-dimensional graphics. Is it a voxel-based game? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't I'll just know. assume. I'll, I'll assume. Okay. Um, so you play as a guy who just goes through rooms killing monsters. Um, now what's interesting is that I think, I think, I've only played this twice, very short. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think that the monsters are randomly generated in different rooms. Oh, so it's like a FPS roguelike. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's also cool. the weapon you start with is randomly generated. Because oh, once cool. I started so is... with a, a crossbow and once I started with a laser gun. So once you die, you die, right? That That's it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a FPS roguelike in a voxel base. That's cool. Yeah, um, so you basically just, as far as I know, you just go through these rooms shooting enemies. There's, there's different kinds. There's these little goblin guys who throw fireballs. There's a big dude who'll chase after you. That's all I've fought so far. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I haven't got through much of the game because of one absolutely glaring problem, for me at least, mm-hmm. is the sensitivity is absolutely insane. It's it's so bad. Like I, I am a person who likes to play with low sensitivity or, or medium-ish sensitivity. I don't know about you. I know a lot of I people. I love high. Yeah. I know a lot of people on console love playing with high on FPSs. I don't. I like lower sensitivity. And because okay. it was in beta, there's no option to change that. 
So, you know, with this crazy sensitivity mm. that I'm not used to, I'm trying to shoot stuff. I can't hit anything. Uh, I, I, I've, I eventually ended up just leaving the mouse and moving the mouse key so that I'd walk into the path of an enemy and then fire when he got in the middle. Okay. Uh, it, it was just such a huge problem for me and anyone else who likes low sensitivity games because you just can't play it and enjoy it because you'll die straight away. Um, hmm. Okay. So I haven't experienced much of the game. But it seems like it's it might be quite solid. It's got some interesting ideas. The I, I love the fact that you spawn with a random weapon because then you don't have to like sweat over finding the positions of all the weapons. You get to try them all out equally. Is it like... Sorry, sorry, yeah? No, 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 that was it. That was it. Do answer. Right. I was going to ask, is it like... Random as in looks, or is it just like a random weapon weapon? So like you have the predetermined yeah. weapons? Yeah, like a, a random weapon from the game. So once I spawn okay. with a crossbow, once I spawn with a gun that shot lasers. Um, okay, that's pretty cool. So it's, it's quite cool, quite neat, but the fact that there's no option to reduce sensitivity, and I know it's in beta, I've got to cut it some slack, but that really frustrated me beyond belief to the point where I can't actually play it. Sorry, that was the the Steam Greenlight video playing. It is actually back on on uh, Steam Greenlight, so oh, cool. you can vote for it, and hopefully it will come out soon. Well, and you well, can actually oh, you can get it already. Really? Apparently, it was released February twelfth, two thousand thirteen. So the version I was playing wasn't a beta. Apparently not. Right. Well, then the fact that there's no option to change, there's no options. Full stop. Um, greatly decreases my opinion of that game greatly because there's no option to change sounds there's no option to change sensitivity any of that stuff so yeah so it's, it's not very customizable no you can't put things the way you'd like them you have to play the way the game wants you to play it which i'm not a fan of at all. yeah no i mean not to sound cocky, but essentially that's why you're a PC gamer, right? So you can tweak all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that indie titles are kind of a special case, mm. but well, hopefully they'll fix it or they'll add... Can you not change the indie files? Uh, I, you know I don't know how to do that. You know. <laughs> I, okay. You I'll, know I'll, I'm I'll, not a PC gamer like you are. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Essentially, changing those files means that because you know it all runs based on what was coded and written down, right? On values. Mm -hmm. In several games, you can just open up those those files and add it, edit, not add it, edit the the figures and numbers written in the document, so it changes. Uh, right. I'll, I'll see if I can change. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I'll see if I can do that too. Yeah. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should like see if they could we want you to let us know whether you can chill out. Let us know on our official page on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I guess that covers it. So it's a, a FPS, roguelike, voxel yeah. game. With no options. With no options, menu. <laughs> Total Biscuit would be all up in this bitch. Mm. Um... Alright, so, okay, that's, that's cool. And, uh, and Fairy Bloom Freesia, mm. which is... A fantastic name for a game. So, <laughs> Fairy Bloom Freesia is a game where you play as this fairy. Yes. And you've got to save the forest from dark forces. 
that are yes. appearing and attacking fairy portal things. Oh, so, that's so good. <laughs> it's a Japanese game, and the style <laughs> is very much like anime. The sound effects are very much like anime, so you'll get a lot of yada <laughs> Is it in sync with their mouth movements? Please say no. No, it isn't actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. So there you go. Perfect. Um, yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? First thing that struck me about this game is as soon as it started, it's like press the accept button. So I was like pressing enter and nothing was happening. So I then had to Google why it wasn't working and it turned out in Japan, Z is the accept button. So, okay, okay fine. And instead of Can using, you rebind controls? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, okay. Instead of using WASD to move and you know other keys to do stuff and the mouse to attack and whatnot, they use the arrow keys to move and ZX and C to attack, jump, stuff like that. So it's kind of like a flash game control setup. Yeah. That's, that's uh, apparently, of... this is just the controls that most Japanese games use on PC. So. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Um, so that was a, a bit of a learning curve for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what it is, it's a side-scrolling... Uh, hack and slash. He plays this fairy trying to stop dark monsters from taking over the forest. Um, and I really enjoyed the combat in this, surprisingly. At first I was like, uh, fairies. Uh, but the combat was so beast. It's mm-hmm. all um, it's all dash attack base, which is, uh, for anyone who hasn't played any character action games, you usually get a dash move to move closer to your enemy. And then you hammer a quick combo and it'll perform a quick dash attack, which means that you can just mm. keep traveling between enemies. And this mm. game is entirely based on it, pretty much. There's a few uppercut moves, but the dash attacks are where it mainly lies. So you'll just find yourself holding the direction key where you want to go and tapping the attack button, performing these beast dash attacks, killing like 20 guys in your way. It's, it's pretty awesome. And you can rack up some really cool combos and it feels good and fun and really exciting. So I All like right, that. Nice. And um, you can customize your abilities as well in a an intermission menu, it's called. So you can make your dash attacks better and get different attacks and spells and things. Okay, um, sounds good so far. Yeah, so that was cool. But um, my problem with the game so far is threefold. One... Mm-hmm. You have a stage. It's a very short stage, um, about the same stage as a, a fighting game, maybe. Uh, and you have two raised platforms. That's it. As far as I know, that is the only stage you get. Uh, okay. I, I've played through six in-game days, which are basically like rounds. And that mm-hmm. is that's the only environment I've encountered. And it's so okay. boring. <laughs> Like it's just the most simple setup they could have gone for. I really pray that there's better environments because I actually enjoy the combat in this. It's really fun and satisfying. Yeah, it's only two hundred ninety-four kilobytes. The mm. megabytes, not kilobytes. Jesus, two hundred ninety-four <laughs> megs. It's so probably not then. Um, it probably is the only stage. Oh, I meant probably not any more stages, but whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. So it's, it's probably the only stage. We'll go with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is a bit of a pain in the ass to be honest, because I want variation in 
my stages and that one's super boring <laughs> well why don't you start a movement asking for more levels yeah. for fairy bloom freesia start a campaign yeah I'll, I'll make like a, a youtube video and a petition yeah. saying that you really enjoy a fairy facebook bloom freesia. group called who wants more stages in fairy bloom freesia <laughs> <laughs> yeah do polls that's, every day <laughs> that's perfect i like that <laughs> it's the the revolution is now Join me, the, listeners. I got it right revolution. this time. <laughs> Join me, listeners. You know, you know this... what happened the last time you said that? Yeah, I know what happened the last time, and I made super sure it wouldn't happen again. <laughs> they added a dog to Call of Duty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love riding that dog train from COD. There's so much good material to Oof. go on. Yeah, there is. Anyway, sorry. Where was yeah, I? Okay. Um, bad things, that was it. Second thing is, um, there's only one other objective other than just killing guys that I've encountered, which is protecting a portal that heals you. And to be honest, not only was it a pointless objective and yeah. kind of boring, it, was all, it also made it way easier because I could just stand in this thing, heal, do a dash attack out, get back in, heal, dash attack out. Um... So yeah, it, it wasn't really there wasn't really any challenge. I don't know what I expected from a game called Fairy Bloom Freesia <laughs> in terms of challenge, but uh-huh. there wasn't any. And the final thing is I'm at a boss battle at the moment. And it is uh-huh. it's a really dumb boss battle. There's no pattern. Usually with games like this, bosses have a pattern of moves so that you can um learn their weak points and then go on it. Like, for example, the final boss battle in Hotline Miami. I shall not say any more. Good, <laughs> but, good. Um, but that is very like classic boss battles from Castlevania and Zelda and stuff where yeah. the bosses have a pattern and you follow it to take them down. But in Fairy Bloom Freesia, the boss has no visible pattern and um, that's a problem because you don't know when to attack. So it's really trial and error in a bad way not like again mm. hotline miami where it's trial and error in a good way where you you keep testing different things to get that perfect formula and this mm-hmm. is trial and error just so that you can hope you'll have enough health left over to finish off the boss and all of his minions and continue which isn't a good thing this that's okay. the, that's the level of boss fights you usually get in um child's movie based games i find um, like back when I was little, a lot of movie games I played yeah. had very similar sort of boss battles. Boss battles where it was um, bash him as much as you can and hope you have enough health left over. <laughs> or maybe that's just how we played as kids. Uh, well, that probably goes with it too. As, as a child, <laughs> you just want to bash things. You don't really want to think strategically, do you? Yeah, of course. You just want to beat the crap out of stuff. I remember it was a really good Monsters Inc. game, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I think I I played that. From what I remember, that was so good. Yeah, I, I'll see if it's on Steam. I'll buy it if it's on Steam. Shrek Two was always my go-to film game. It was. Actually, oh yeah, it was, Shrek Two it was, was actually awesome. all right. It was actually all right. Yeah, hard as it was hell. Actually really it was game. so hard, but it was all right. Was it hard? I don't remember. Like I generally don't remember. Um, I know I finished it. I remember it wasn't hard apart from two parts which were too hard. Uh, there was ah, one part where you had to 
fly away from the dragon on a broomstick. Or maybe, no, you were on the dragon and you had to avoid branches and stuff and it was super hard. And then the final boss fight was really hard as well. I I don't remember that. You know what? I'm going to install this game and I'm going to play it again. Do it. Do it. I will. I, I legit will. I, I'm kind of looking forward to it as well because I remember having... Like, do you have three different characters and they all could interact in different ways and stuff? In Shrek 2? Yeah. Yeah, there were more than three, I think. Because I mean, I, I know there was the cat who was like stealthy and climbing and things. Yeah, you could... Um, depending on the level, you got different characters because I remember there was a level where you had to bust Shrek out of prison. And uh-huh. um, you had, like, Tinkerbell, the three little pigs, uh, Pinocchio, and you could switch between all of them. Dude, I want to play this game right now it, so badly. It. it was really good. Dude, and I am go- the, the, the farm level had some really hype music. It was awesome. Under my desk, I have, like, this huge box <laughs> of, like, 200, uh, like, two-sided little... What would you call them? Like, uh, not folders, but, like, you know, like, little slots for games. Uh, and I keep it as like yeah, a memory no, of what I played when I was a kid. If this game is in here, I'm installing it right now on air. Do it. I remember. Meanwhile, that. you tell us about. I'm gonna I'm gonna start going nostalgic all over this bitch because this box is like my childhood. Oh, Donald Duck Quack. Sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah. Go. What was what was your special little thing that you wanted to talk about? Not my penis. Uh, <laughs> Ladies, not Ladies. his penis. Ooh. Uh, so, I ordered a book from America not long ago. Mm-hmm. This this book's no longer available in Europe, as far as I know. There might be one or oh. two in the odd shop, but this is only okay. available in America. Um, okay. And it's, it's a very special thing to me, because it's based on one of my favourite franchises. And it's called The Art of the Mass Effect Universe. So No way! This is a huge art book with... It's got all the art from the collector's edition art books, plus more from the DLCs for all the games. Um, extra little bits and pieces they've added in on the environments and stuff. Uh, so it's this, it's this really, really cool art book. Huge, hardback, over uh, not over 200 pages. How many pages is it? It's 184. Dude, that's, 184 that's pages. One chapter on each game. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's very cool, and if you're a fan of Mass Effect, well, you'll you'll enjoy this. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So um, basically, you have on each page a different character or species or piece of equipment and such, with a short description on kind of what they wanted from the design, um, how they went about creating it, the kind mm-hmm. of influences that they had, um, stuff like that, which is. It's very interesting, and although it's it's kind of limited, there could be more of this. But it, it's short, gets to the point, and allows us to just go ahead straight away after reading that and appreciate the art and kind of see where they were coming from from their goals. How many pages was it? One hundred eighty-four. Huh. Yeah. How much did you pay? Uh, I got it for ten pounds, which is wow, way cheaper than it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, that's on the a back steal. it says it was meant to be forty dollars. Wow. So, yeah. Where did you buy it off? Uh, Amazon. I got oh, it from a um, sale guy, a sale partner thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, used, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, used, but I got, like, the best quality one. It's, I think, yeah. the only bad thing is there's a little ink blot at the bottom of 
the pages, but other than that, it's perfect. I found Shrek 2, by the way. I'm putting it into the, the, the good, computer right good. now. Get that installed. I found so many childhood games, like a goofy skateboarding game, uh, <laughs> like Donald Duck Quack Attack, a bunch of all these other... Oh, my God, I went so nostalgic. It's crazy. Bless you. Bless you. I bet you once I install, I'm going to be like, what is this piece of shit? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. I bet you that's going to happen. Not with Shrek 2. Shrek 2 is hype. No, no. And then I found the Lego Harry, uh, Lego, the Harry Potter games before they went terrible. Man, those games were good. You know, Harry Potter one, two, yeah, and three. I played there four. Was... That was the only one I played. Oh, you only played four? Mm. When you come over, I'm literally giving you one, two, and oh no, because it'll be in Polish. I can learn. I'll try. I'll try give you one, two, and three because they were literally the best platforming slash just games. Yeah, people have told me Hogwarts Exploration was so cool. Oh my god, those games are good. Yeah. Right, let's install Shrek. I'm so hyped. Get right. Shrek 2 on. Do it. I am, I am. I'm I installing it right it. now. You can hear my computer beeping in the back. I'm going to turn it down. I'm installing it. I'm installing it right now. I'm installing this bad boy, and I mean business. Make sure you get right. to the farm level. Dude, I'm beating this whole game, man. I'm <laughs> you know there's just like one fat copy off um, the Minds of Mario from Lord of the Rings in it. He even plays really? the Isengard music. <laughs> I don't know why uh, I can remember Shrek 2 so vividly, but I spent a long time playing that game. I just remember there was one level which pissed me the fuck off where, um, as the cat, you had to... Someone's doing something outside and it's really loud. I hope you can't hear it. No, but no, if no, you can't hear it, then... All right, cool. Uh, I remember there was a part where you had to be cat and you had to like co collect the potion from like uh, the fairy's uh, potion room place. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I like, had to climb up as him, and that platforming section was just terrible. Mm. Yeah. But apart from that, the game was so it good. Was good. It was so beast. And you got to control anyway. the giant gingerbread man at the end. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh, my Either God. Either that or you had to support him. I can't remember. Can you hear the music in yeah. the background? <laughs> you can? Yeah. I'm going to turn it off. But, oh, man. I was at 20% not to zero. All right, perfect. Um, I wonder if this game's on Steam, actually. Meanwhile, it's... Anyway, so I'll give you a list of games I've played this week. Yeah, and I would do. like you to tell me which one I should furtherly develop or speak upon or about. I don't even know where I'm going. Okay. This week, I've played, as always, Saints Row the Third uh -huh. as a requirement for every week. I've played Alan Wake. I've played... Da, 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 da. Forge. I've played Lucius, but barely, like 16 minutes. So yeah. I don't know if that even counts. I've played some Hotline Miami, obviously. <laughs> I've played some Awesome Knots. I finally had time. We played both awesome of Oh, yeah, we together. played together, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, that was quite beast, actually. That was fun. Um, That's all I can remember. Oh, I played, obviously, Injustice, some Battle Block Theater. Uh, anything else? Amnesia, I remember you saying. Amnesia, very briefly. Yeah. I think that's it. My Steam is not currently loading. I don't know why. I have internet connection, but my Steam, once again, just is refusing to load anything. I hate what so that I happens can't. with me as well. I hate that. Yeah, right, like your, like your store or your profile. Oh, there we go. There we go. Games, recently played. It'll show me. Oh, tell me. Tell me your secrets. I'll show you the way. Lucius, for like 20 minutes. Forge, 
Saints Row the Third, Alan Wake, Counter Strike, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, Awesome Knots, Hotline Miami, Dear Esther. That's what I played this week. Thomas was alone. Why don't you go ahead and talk about Alan Wake? Because I really want to hear what you think of it. Obviously, okay. seen seen as it's one of my favorite games, and mm-hmm. I want to hear more about Battle Block Theater because you mentioned a little oh, bit about it briefly to me, but I want to hear mm-hmm. more. Perfect. So, right. so Alan Wake, I've only played 1.2 hours, according to Steam, which was just enough to finish the first chapter. Or episode, is it called? Sorry, yeah, it's called episode. episode, not chapter. There's chapters in the episodes, though, but they don't really play a big part. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, okay. Uh, I knew that this is a very important game to you, so I was kind of playing it, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, this, I, will, I will now know what it's like to be the English dream. Mm. And it's basically my it, life. <laughs> this 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 game is about you. Yeah. It shouldn't be Alan Wake. Fuck that. I have, an Alan Wake. I have two Alan Wake costumes. Really? Yeah. That's pretty boss. Yeah. That's pretty boss. This game is about you. And <laughs> when it started off, I loved how it combined cinematic uh cinematics, cinematography, kind of almost movie like elements seamlessly almost with gameplay. Mm-hmm. That was just, and I know that Remedy are are known for this, but the, the extent to which a, a cinematic plays and then uh, action of the game starts itself was just really exciting for me for some reason. Yeah. Uh, it, it gave me much hype. Good, good. <laughs> Shrek Two installed, by the way. So Shrek Two is ready. The hype continues ready. to Shrek Two. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can stop the hype train for Shrek Two. So. Um, <laughs> So, coming back to Alan Wake, um, as soon as it started, though, I had my first really big gripe with it, mm-hmm. my my first really big problem, which was not so much awkward controls, but the really awkward player positioning. Yeah. Camera. Yeah, on the screen. Yeah. Completely because agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Wake is like totally to the right of the screen, and it feels so alien and so odd for me to control him like this mm. because most third person games are either center or slightly to the left yeah meanwhile this motherfucker is all the way to the right as if he didn't even know what he was doing so it was kind of weird to get used to that uh at first you know the, the, with the control um, third person games where you can switch between aiming over the left shoulder and the right shoulder yeah do you get really annoyed when it aims over the left shoulder uh, I don't because that's kind of what Alan Wake felt like to me, and it annoyed me a bit to start with. I don't think that I do know. Oh well, it drives me nuts. Aside, <laughs> <laughs> right. um, that was the first thing that that happened. Then the game has some pretty interesting mechanics. Uh, the way you have to shine your shine any light, like primarily your flashlight or another light you can find around, to weaken an enemy to then kill him. That was interesting. That was an interesting thing. Uh, the gameplay itself is all right. I mean, there's nothing special about feels, it, really, is there? Yeah, movement feels like a third person, like not as tight as Saints Row the Third. Yeah, which is like my primary third person game, so I'm going to be using that a lot for comparisons. Although it's a totally different genre, which I understand, of course. <laughs> so movement doesn't feel quite. Um, it feels a bit more sluggish. Um. Uh, the aiming is also a tiny bit more sluggish. 
the gameplay itself is basically walking around, aiming, shooting, and occasionally collecting stuff that you find. Mm. Very simplistic stuff, like nothing so far. There's a, there's a couple of like interactive pieces where you have to like click on your mouse to like turn a cogwheel or something, you know, yeah. and turn on lights and stuff. But essentially, that's the whole game. But of course, this is a remedy joint. So what actually matters is the story, and the story is so good so far. Mm. Uh, it's got me. It's got me really excited to to play more because. I don't really want to spoil it, but it's not spoiling much. It's 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 about a writer who's got like a writer's block, so he goes on holiday with his wife, and he has this nightmare at the beginning of of the game, where he's being chased by one of his creations from his book, and they like their creation Voiced wants by to kill Stephen him. Stephen Bloom. <laughs> Yay, Stephen Bloom. That's why oh, the voice hand. was so. That's why I recognized. Yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know this voice. It's a, it's oh, a distorted to be, Stephen Bloom. Yeah, to be honest, the distortions were really bad. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, you should hear them later on. They're actually pretty awesome. They really? Get, right. Yeah, the monsters later on sound so cool. Because like, at the beginning, I was like, this is kind of silly, the distortions. Like, you're just being silly. Remedy, stop it. Put a little whack on the bum. Anyway, <laughs> so the story is about, is about this, this writer who's being haunted kind of by, by his own writing, his own creation. And throughout the game, you can actually find manuscripts and notes that he was working on an unfinished novel, if I, if I got that correctly, right? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's pretty much the story so far. His wife has been captured, and he wants to, to, to find her, rescue her. What's really and important about of... the manuscript, I'm not going to say it, actually, because it's a giant spoiler. I don't know. Are you at the point of the game where you found out about what the manuscripts do? I think you find out uh, when you receive your first one. Well, you kind of pick up the first one, and he's like, oh, this is what I was writing, but I never finished it, and then you the can thing read that was it. in the... You can read it. Yeah, I know, I know. I read, I oh, read yeah. all of them as I collected them, and kind of, as soon as you read them, it's like, oh, this thing's about to happen, isn't it? Okay, and then yeah, it happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, basically what happens in his manuscript comes true. Yeah, because he's stuck in his unfinished book, mm-hmm. kind of. Which is a very interesting theme for a video game. I mean, it's not something that you see done a lot. Yeah video game story wise so no so far it's it's a very interesting cinematographic experience but it, the game itself is, is shallow i'd have to say yeah. like it's definitely worth playing uh, i wouldn't say don't play this game but it's it suffers from what i'd call the bioshock dilemma yeah where bioshock yeah. especially the newer one has a fantastic story but the gameplay is just meh. Uh, well, no. I, I agree. The gameplay is very bog standard. Absolutely nothing special about it. Um, yeah. I think the slowness and the sluggishness is... It's, it's not... In, I don't want to say it's entirely on purpose, but it fits the character at least. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of but, course it um, does. But as you go on, you'll find that the gameplay gets mixed up quite a bit. Not not in a bad way, okay. as in like you'll be put in situations where you have to do specific things and you have mm-hmm. to solve puzzles and stuff. Um, there's a, there's one part where you get in... I, I don't really think... This isn't much of a spoiler, but there's one part where you have no gun, and okay. the Taken, which are the monsters in the game, are after you. So you have to survive without a gun and get to a light source. Okay. Stuff, it, it's kind of... It, it bridges more on stuff like that, and eventually you'll find you're using your gun less and less and using light more and more. Okay. Like obviously, like, this was like you know first impressions. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, like as hour, I said, but... I cannot agree more that the gameplay is yeah. just there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a game you want to play for the story more from the game, 
more for the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel like it could be a good... Is there a movie based on Alan Wake? Uh, they did a web series. And uh, what's special about the web series is um, all the characters they used for the face models in the game acted in mm-hmm. the web series as their characters. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It, w- was it any good? Uh, problem was... I can't remember because um, <laughs> I, I don't think I even knew. Uh, the problem that it suffered was the audio was very, very quiet and I didn't have any headphones at the time. Mm, so I could okay. barely hear it. But now I think that now that you have had headphones, I have headphones, we could watch it no problem and enjoy it. Awesome. I'll, I'll look that up because as, as I was playing, I was like, this would make a pretty good movie. Yeah. Also, as long as Uwe Ball also make it. the band Poets of the Fall, who do some of the music in mm-hmm. the game, yeah. uh, one of their music videos is actually a live action thing of um, the actor who did Alan Wake's face. Oh yeah, you told me about this like a year ago. Yeah, I love Poets of the that. Fall. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> I need to because I know you sent me the link and then I lost it and I and and I focused on Cage the Elephant. Oh yeah, Cage the Elephant are great. Yeah, because you sent me those and Puzzle the Fall. Mm. Alas. So that's that's all I can say about Alan Wake at the okay. moment. You had pretty much the same first first impressions as I did then, so that's that's interesting yeah. to hear. Yeah, that's because we are one, Charlie. We are. We, we're, we are actually we're the same person. We're basically just like a guy who's split in half. Basically, we're split in half. Yes, but. <laughs> I am way too tired to make any kind of... I'm so sorry. But <laughs> we, mind. our penis sizes weren't halved. <laughs> God, you're fired again, aren't oh, you? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, uh, Battle Block Theatre, right? Yeah. Hit me okay. Me. Just to state, this is a behemoth game. Cool. Which, uh, of course, have pretty much started off and popularized indie games. So props to them. They, they're the guys who made Castle Crashers. Mm. And then since then, everyone was like, oh, shit, indie games are a thing that could happen. <laughs> so, they, so they did happen. So thank you, Behemoth. Uh, they have a really cool art style and everything. And this game, I want to say that I've only played two players so far. I have never played this game single player. I know that there is a single player campaign. I have never played by myself. I've always played either with my sister or with my girlfriend. Nice. That, just to say that. So this game, it's hard to explain it. It's a platformer, kind of. Yeah, it's a platformer where you go through levels collecting gems and possibly a yarn ball if you're good enough to find the yarn ball and the whole level is made of different blocks so you either just have standard blocks you can like walk on jump on you have blocks that will shoot out a laser and then recharge you have blocks that will like go up you have blocks that will you know like throw little toasters in the air and those toasters will try and kill you mm-hmm. you have blocks that are made of water in which you'll drown you know all the all the all the standard platforming stuff Cool. Ergo, the name Battle Block Theater. Um, so, the thing about... Where do I start? It's very <laughs> colorful, the art style. It's very cartoony, it's very cute, it's very funny, it's adorable. The thing about the gameplay itself is that it actually requires full-on car participation to get through any levels. For example, oh. I'll stand somewhere, 
my sister slash girlfriend will jump on my head, jump on the ledge that I can reach by myself, and then they'll bend over, kind of extend their arms so that I can climb up to that place. And then, for example, if there's a wide gap and there's a button on the end of the gap, you'll have one person throw the other one across the gap so they can stand on the button, and then that creates a light bridge so then the other person can walk across. And there's a lot of parts which require kind of co-op uh, working together. And a lot of these parts can also be used to, like, dick around with each other. So, like, you know, you're standing on the button, they're crossing the light bridge, just get off the button, they'll fall down, they'll drown, right? Yeah. So it allows you to make a lot of, like, really funny dick moves. And there's several checkpoints across every single level, and the checkpoints are actually quite clever. So that when you die, you never lose progress. For example, if, you, if, if one person got up to a checkpoint, and then the other person for some reason died and has never reached the checkpoint, you don't have to, you know, do the whole part again. The person will just respawn at the checkpoint. Yeah. So it's really, you know, it's not punishing in any way. It's okay. just meant for for good. for good old fun. That's good. Uh, so the gameplay that. itself is very fun. All you do is basically you jump, you can punch, you have a special weapon, which you can unlock at the shop with five yarn balls, I believe, per weapon, and they're uh, always random. Oh, that's cool. And and you ha you need a minimum of three gems to collect... Uh, to, to open the exit on, on the level, but there's usually between six and seven gems to collect, and depending on how many you collect, whether you get the yarn ball and the time you get, you can you get graded on each level. Cool. The, I've never gotten a grade lower than B, I believe, so it's either, so for me right now it's between B and A+. Plus. Right. So that's, that's probably lower, but I'm not sure. Um, when, you, when you collect gems, you can go out into the item shop to buy new head faces, as they're called, for your character. <laughs> And there's four categories. There's like a circular face, there's like a square face, triangular face, and like a cylinder face. And they all cost 10 gems each. And there, there's, there's loads of them in the game. Like loads. There's so many over faces 100? to collect. Probably over 100. Wow. Like it's a safe bet that it's over 100. And they're all ridiculously funny and cute. For example, my favorite one is like a cylinder guy. Has like this really scared, cute expression on his face, and he has got like a cat attached to his face, like <laughs> clinging onto his face, and just other stuff like that. Uh, I I don't remember. My sister usually plays as as like a pineapple thingy. <laughs> it's like, like a square pineapple wearing like uh, sunglasses, and not square, triangular pineapple wearing like sunglasses. And Ab uh, and uh, Abby plays as this like triangular dinosaur thingy. Yeah, dinosaurs. Dinosaur thingy. But yeah, all the faces like are really cute, they're really funny, and it, it, it's fun to like mix and match them. So that is basically the, the, the core of the game, it's just cooperative platforming. But the cool thing is, it has a level creator, it has a scenario creator, so not only can you create levels, you can like, kind of make entire missions, like, you know, like, mm. like a mission kind of quest divided into sub-levels that uh, every player has to go through if they download your level set, kind of. Sure. So you can create your own levels, you can play through other people's levels, you can play either one player, two players, three players, or four players. Oh, cool. Which is awesome. And then the best part is the story. This game has the best story I have ever seen in my entire life, period, ever, full stop, end of sentence, new paragraph. It is so good. It's the best voice acting, like it's the funniest voice acting I've seen in a game in a long time. Huh. It's the writing is hilarious. This is like the, the funniest writing I've ever seen in a game. I, I'm pretty sure Saints Row Three was good. This is just hilarious. This is so funny. 
the voice acting, I think it's a guy on YouTube called Stamper TV. So if you look up his channel called Stamper TV, he uploads a bunch of stuff he did for Bla- Battle Block Theater. Oh, yeah, I think and I've seen some of that, actually. It is so funny. It is so, so funny. So, like, between uh, every chapter in the game, you get, like, a little cutscene, which is just ridiculous, and it's hilarious, and it's so well-written and voice-acted, and uh, it's just a joy to watch it. Like, it's one of the, the only instances in video games where I will not skip a cutscene, because I know it'll make me laugh pretty hard. Hmm. And aside from that, that's really it. It's, it's a casual platformer. It's very simple. The puzzles don't require much thinking. It's just cooperative, uh, you know, cooperative gameplay. Uh, very cute, very funny. Uh, loads of variety due to the faces and the silly stuff you can do. Like, at any point, you can explode yourself. Um, and I don't know. It's just cute. It's funny. And it's overall a good platformer. Sounds very nice. So is yeah. this available on PC? Oh, or? and the music. Music is fantastic. God, the music is so good. Yeah, cool. No, sorry. It's available only on uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Ah, right. Okay. It's How much good. is it? I think it's 1,200. I am not sure. Let me look that up real quickly. I think it's 1,200 or 800. I see. One of the two. I but it's definitely of... worth it. Yeah, I think I might download the trial and... Uh... As you say, it's got some of the funniest writing and voice acting oh, uh, definitely. you've heard. I, I want to see how that compares to Armed and Dangerous, which is my favourite comedy game, and um, see how it goes, because it sounds very good. And I do like myself a good platformer. And yeah, the, yeah. The, the amount of... I wouldn't call it customization. What would you call the heads thing? I, I, well, the thing is, you choose you choose a shape, then you choose a face, then you choose your weapon, and then you choose a color of your guy. Oh, okay, so it kind of is customization. Yeah, and you can make your own levels entirely and then play for them with friends. And you can also play mm. through Xbox Live. Oh, cool. So, like, it's not only a... It just sounds it's like, not split screen. It sounds but, like it's you know. bursting with content and just a lot of things to keep people playing, so... Oh, yeah. Good yeah. replay value is always... Uh, Always a nice thing in my books. Yeah, and actually, you know my um, uh, Xbox avatar. He his face is from oh, yeah, Battle yeah, Block. Yeah, from Battle Block. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, it's one thousand two hundred uh, points. Cool. Okay, I just checked. I, but um, totally worth it. I would buy. I would buy this game again if I could, because it's just really good. I'll consider it after I check out Mark of the Ninja. Oh awesome. yeah, that's a good game as well. Yeah, it really looks it's a good. Game. Really looks awesome. Not my kind of game per se, but mm. it's a it's a good game. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have to say about Battle Block Theater. It's good, it's cute, it's funny. It's a good game. It's a good video game. Nice. 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 So that's that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. So I, I guess that covers what we've played this week, yeah? Yeah, I'd say so. Perfect. Right. Tell us about the discussion for this week, my man. So the discussion of this week is yes. about ports of video games to consoles or to PC or or whatever. And I guess we're just going to talk about, you know, what we'd like to see in ports and any experiences with good or bad ports, etc. Any ports yeah. we own, stuff like that. So, what we think going to be a, a nice, neat little um, discussion on kind of development aspects once again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
why don't we start off with okay your overall general opinion on ports as a business model? Uh, what do you think? I say, um, I, I think it's fine with exclusives. I say go for it with exclusives. Try and spread it out there a bit, and um, bringing ports to portable gaming systems. I am a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really. Other than that, I I haven't had much experience with um, ports other than arcade games being on consoles because I. There's a lot of um, arcade side scrollers and light gun shooters that I like that have been ported to consoles. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm. So really, my experience is kind of limited to that and the odd console slash PC game that's been ported to either or. Oh, oh yeah. When we say ports, we don't mean a game that is developed and then comes out on like the three main platforms, yeah, we, which is Xbox, we mean PS3, a, a sole one that comes out on one platform. And then yeah, yeah, somewhere. because obviously every game is ported. Mm. Like Tomb Raider was uh, the PC port was handled by Crystal Dynamics, I believe. Yeah, uh, and the game was uh, made by Squeenix. Well, published by Squeenix. Who was it that actually made it? I always forget. Uh, I'm scrambling my brains to think. It wasn't made. It wasn't a Squeenix game, was it? They just published it. Yeah. Um, and Crystal Dynamics is the PC port, whereas man, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, it is developed by Crystal Dynamics entirely. Okay. Was it? Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crystal Dynamics developed it, and Ados Montreal made the multiplayer, which was bad. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be bad, isn't it? I thought that Crystal Dynamics... Who was it that did the PC port then? I feel bad now. I don't know. I feel really bad. I knew Crystal Dynamics was involved, but I'd, yeah, I was under the impression, like you, that they handled the puck bot. Uh, is it... I, 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 uh, Nick says software. Nick say, Nick sees software. I don't think so. Says here... Nixie Software, BV, did the PC. You sure? Uh-huh. Huh, all right. Maybe. I I don't know why I thought. Yeah, PC port was handled by Nixus, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Yeah, so I, I, just, <laughs> I, I just couldn't remember. No, that's all right. Yeah. We're both in the in the dark with this one. I feel bad now because I swear it was Crystal Dynamics, but nope, they made the whole game. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. All right. Right. Sorry. Uh, keep going. Your opinion on ports. I was done with mine. It was your opinion on ports. That was my opinion on ports. I think. Okay. Was it? We'll just say it was. <laughs> Professional, <laughs> right. as always. In that case, my opinion on ports. Uh, as long as you do a good job. Yes, please. Mm. I if I enjoy your game. And if I am willing to spend my money on the game again, then as long as the port is good, I will do that. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Such as with Knights of the Old Republic, a game that I purchased four times now. And it came out on the iPad. It was a dedicated, full, well-done port, and I bought it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the big one that I've had experience with ports, because I've also bought it four times, but... Not on yeah. four different ports. I accidentally sold an ex, uh, my Xbox version of one, and that bought it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like I've played the PC port and the uh, 
iPad. How did I forget iPad? <laughs> I played the iOS port. Um, mm-hmm. And those are really good examples of how to just keep the game the same, nail the controls, and everyone will enjoy it. I, I mean, on yeah. on the um, Knights of the Republic iOS port, I enjoyed the... I, I was sceptical at how the controls were going to work. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Because some of the controls in that game are kind of... Um, <clears throat> pardon me, purely... I don't know how to describe it. They're purely there for for looks, aesthetic. They're purely aesthetic controls, like that you can press on Xbox the Y button to pull your weapon out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also click one of the thumbsticks to go into a first-person view and look around. And I was wondering how those would work, but they just cut them out, which is a fair decision. They're not really needed. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, <laughs> the only bad controls in that that I wasn't such a great fan of was the mm-hmm. swoop bike controls and the space fight controls. Yeah. They weren't great. I haven't... I, to be honest, I still haven't had time to play that game at all. Mm. But uh, from, what I've, from what I've heard, seen... Uh, yeah, the swoop bike controls are meh. Yeah. Which, which is weird, because how do you mess up something so simple? Like, literally, go left, go right, right? I th- it's a bit of there's a bit of lag, and you have to, it's really sensitive. You have to be very careful at how you drag it across, because uh, if if you just say you're on the left the far left side of the track and you see a speed yeah. pad on the right side, if I just yeah. swipe across, it'll go right across and miss the the pad. So you have to you have to swipe. You can't just tap on the right or tap on the left side of the screen. I swiped. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah, can tap. Okay. Um, okay. I will try that when I reach Tatooine or Manan. Uh, uh-huh. But as far as I know, no, you can't tap. Don't don't hold okay. me to that though. Don't. Okay, me. I hope you can, but yeah. okay. And with with the um, oh, what's it called? The, the turret. The turret. Ha! The turret controls uh-huh. on the Ebon Hawk when you're shooting down fighters and stuff. They were very kind of meh because it's hard to handle 360 turning and 180, maybe it's 90 degrees actually, but 90 degree up and down yeah. turning with just like on, on one screen. I found that I was like pushing it along constantly to try and get it to turn around swiftly. Yeah, I forgot that the turret section existed. That was really annoying in the game. Yeah, it wasn't great (laughs) like swoop bikes i wasn't a big fan of but at least that's optional with the tourist thing you have to do it yeah Uh, but no that was a good port and people kind of wanted this port i guess because who doesn't want to play kotor right yeah i was extremely Um, happy that it got released we were both going crazy (laughs) over it as you saw last week yeah yeah, it was kind of a frantic purchasing so that's, that's an example of how to do a good port, I guess. Just get the basic controls down, the ones that you need to do, and uh, people will enjoy the game. Yeah. Yeah, and then we have ports that, on iOS, don't really make sense. <laughs> they do, but they don't. And I'm talking about GTA 3 and GTA Vice City. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I bought GTA 3... The day it came out. 
the port on, on iOS. I was looking forward to it like crazy because I've never played GTA 3. I played it for an hour maybe. Never again. <laughs> it wasn't even it wasn't even like a, a an active decision, think me thinking I am never playing this game again. It wasn't like that. It was just I just never played it again. Mm. There was absolutely no reason for me to ever play that game again. A game like GTA does not work on a touch screen. It just simply does. and I know there's people who play this game and they finish the whole story and they've had a good time and a good job for you. I'm happy. Here's a cookie, but these games are not made for this console. I mean that's like saying you can use a shoe as a hammer. It's like, "Yes, you can use a shoe as a hammer, <laughs> but why the fuck would you do that? Why don't you just use a hammer?" Like that's the thing. It works if you have no PC or console and you desperately want to play GTA. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Gameloft's ripoff is probably way better, the gangster series. Controls wise control wise at least, because everything else about that game sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But um nice. games such as GTA three and GTA Vice City are just not made for this platform. The I'm looking at a screenshot right now, and this is from a car chase, right? Mm-hmm. So these are the buttons. Top left you have a home button. Below that you have a button for a steering wheel. I'm guessing, because I haven't I haven't played this game for a while, I'm guessing that's how you change control schemes in a car. Then bottom left of the screen, you have two buttons at the top, one with a rotating arrow to the right and one with a rotating arrow to the left, which I don't even know what the hell that does, because below that are, 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 arrow key, are arrows to the left, arrows to the right, which I'm guessing is how you turn, so maybe the parts above that are camera buttons, I don't know, why, why are they there, and I'm guessing you'll end up t- touching them accidentally, because, you know, top right of the screen is a camera button, which, guess what, changes the camera. Below that is a door button, which allows you to, when you tap on it, leave the vehicle. Next to that is a tiny button for a bullet, which obviously means that you can do a drive-by, but I don't know how, how could how you possibly make work? a drive-by <laughs> on an iPhone? You just know. You're, you're juggling too many different controllers already. You don't have to do yeah. that as well. Right next to that button is a drifting button. Below that is the gas button, oh. and next to that is the brake button. That just sounds overly complicated. Exactly, because... Touch screens are not made for these games. Thank you for trying, Rockstar. It's really appreciate. I mean, I appreciate it. I bought the game, but you're just trying to force something that's so unnatural. Mm. And mm, the virtual controls are only acceptable to a certain point. If you look at um, GTA Chinatown Wars, which was originally a DS title that was ported to the iPhone and iPad, that is a great game. If you don't have it, I recommend you get it. Because I, I spent upwards of 30 hours of my life playing that game mm. until I accidentally deleted it and I didn't want to do it all over again. Ouch. But it's fantastic. There's loads of mini-games. There's a lot of depth. The whole drug-selling uh, business that you've got going on. The amount of things you can do. The amount of stuff like uh, inter- like races, making your own Molotov cocktails, the emails, the way cheat codes work, how big the city is, because it's, it's pretty big for a tablet device. Uh, the shooting is good. It's kind of like a twin-stick shooter, but not really. It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of a twin-stick shooter. The graphics, the story, just everything in that game is fantastic. That's such a good port. And then there's GTA 3, which is like, why? <laughs> you know? Like, you don't, you don't port a Wii game to the iOS. Why don't you do that? Because it doesn't work. Mm. Right? I guess the main problem with um, porting stuff to iOS is there's such a restriction on controls. And a lot of developers 
like Rockstar haven't really twigged onto that, I don't think. And uh, yeah. hopefully with the rise of... Um, who is it who's putting all their console games on iPad? 2K. 2K? Okay. Well, hopefully yeah. um, they will... Or was it, or or was it, it take, take Two? two? Take two, it was take yeah, two, was take think, two, take two. I was two. thinking the Not two was 2K. right, but yeah. The two was right. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, with, with take two, hopefully it will kind of set a new standard of how to work controls. And that could, I think I've already said this today, but if they get the controls right, that could change how other developers um, look at iOS gaming and then encourage them to yeah. kind of water down their console games to put on iOS. Because, I mean, if you look at Take-Two's list of games, right, they've got Bioshock, Borderlands, Bully, Civilization, Duke Nukem, GTA, L.A. Noir, Mafia, Manhunt, Max Payne, Midnight Club, MLB, NBA, NHL, Railroad Tycoon, Red Dead, Serious Sam, Stronghold, Tropico, WWE, and XCOM. From all these games, which one do you think works best on iPad? XCOM. XCOM. Which one are they porting over? XCOM. XCOM. <laughs> right, like GG. Right, good mm. one. Um... <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing a lot of people would, like, go apeshit over a Bioshock or, uh, I don't know, any of these, really, would kind of make a, a substantial impact on the App Store, but they wouldn't control well. They just wouldn't. Mm. So, as long as you choose your game correctly, as long as it makes sense, I'm all I'm all up for ports. And, I mean, I'm all, I'm, I'm all for um, publishers trying to do different things, like GTA 3. Yeah, it was worthy of a try, but GameLoft kind of already had uh, the spot for an open-world gangster video game on the iOS system with their Gangster series, which is actually pretty good. Mm. Despite, uh, I mean, ignoring the the voice acting and the story, which is just terrible. Yeah, like you know when sometimes I try to do an accent, but I totally can't. Oh, and then it ends up it's turning like, to uh, is it German or Scottish? Your accents always turn into. I can't remember. I don't even it's know. Like mine it always kind of veer towards Australian the more I do them. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's like that, except with Brazilian and friend for the whole game with every single character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the iOS Dead Space isn't really a port. Yeah. But like stuff like Final Fantasy, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that's on on iOS. I have a. PC port of Chrono Trigger, which is um, like Final Fantasy. It was made by yeah. Squaresoft, which is Square Enix back when they were called Squaresoft. Uh, yeah. And that works brilliantly on PC, absolutely brilliantly. So that kind of um, JRPG, the old school style, really works on um, ports to other devices like PC and iOS, I have to say. Surprisingly, though, Max Payne Mobile is pretty good. Yeah, Max Payne on Game Boy as well. That was pretty hype. This is the console one that's on um, oh, right. iPad. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the, like the, the full the full console one. Yeah, yeah. And it's surprisingly good. I might have to check it out. I do, I do like me some Max Payne. I don't know yeah, if you've I heard know, I know you love you. I, I I mean, there's games that were designed to be ported to every single console imaginable, like the Worms series. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, of course. There is no device at the moment that can't play Worms, mm. which is awesome, because Worms is like one of my favorite games in my childhood, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, playing that on the iPhone or iPad is still fun. Um, I, 
That's the thing. As long as a developer gets it right it's and fine. it doesn't feel like a cash grab, then I'm all up for it, you know? Yeah, because I, I think it can be quite a um, a confusion between is it going for money or is it going to try and appeal to the fan base and um, yeah. stretch to other systems. Because with Knights of the Old Republic, although um, you and me get really excited over it because we're big fans, mm. I don't really think it was like, oh, well, the fans are all asking for this because it seemed really out of the blue. Yes and no. I mean, it's hard to say that, okay, because KOTOR was as successful as it was, mm. like, you know, one of the best RPGs of all time, uh, probably the best-selling Star Wars game of all time. I don't know if Battle, no, Battlefront beat I that. I think Battlefront but, um, beat it. Eight million copies, prob- I recall. Probably, yeah. But because of that, it's hard not to call it a cash grab because obviously the, the game doesn't sell pretty much anymore, right? I mean, you get the awkward sale here and there. Yeah. Like when I recommend it to my friends or, you know, like whatever. But aside from that, it, the game has stopped really having a significant impact on, on stores. So it's hard not to call it a cash grab. But is it really? Like the amount of... People nowadays, like people who have played culture in the past, there's there's a high chance that they would want to play it again, right? Yeah. And I mean, nowadays, who doesn't own... Well, iPad is a bit less than an iPhone, right? But a lot of people own an iPad. Yeah. Especially with the iPad mini which is an amazing iPad, I might add. Um, you know, I think it's kind of cool to see, to, to have more, more possibilities to play these old games again. Because now you have a reason to do it, right? Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I, I just don't think that, in particular, people would... I, I'm trying to word this in a way that yeah. seems right, but I don't think in particular... They thought, um, oh, well, yeah, what's really important to us is getting a a Knights of the Republic iPad game out. We really need a part of that because the fans are just clamoring for it. I think they thought, let's try and bring back some hype, possibly because they're doing a sequel, hopefully because they're doing a sequel. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you have to yeah. you have to take this into consideration. This game was was being made way before the whole Disney thing even happened. Yeah, yeah. So. At first, I was like, "Oh, Disney," you know, but it's like, "No, be realistic. This was this was planned a long time before uh, there were probably even plans of Disney." But I guess it could also work in the favor anyway, because a lot of people are saying Knights of the Republic Three is probably going to come. Oh, probably now, yeah. yeah. But I mean, so. the port, this port like took a long time to okay. make, right? Yeah. Like obviously, like this is a full-on port. Like this is something where they. Changed the entire game. Like, Aspire are good at making ports. Yeah, they did the Mac right? they, port they, they of Nice po- Republic, didn't they? Yeah, and a lot of other, like, Borderlands, Call of Duty. Mm. You know, those are, like, big, important guys for, for Mac gamers. So it's obvious that they took their time with this. And, you know, it wasn't just, like, a a, a quick rehash when Disney purchased uh, Star Wars rights. Right. I think the thing is... A while ago, when I emailed, this was like a year ago, I emailed Touch Arcade asking them what ports they'd like to see on the on the iOS. Mm-hmm. And I named one of mine to be Knights of the Old Republic. And, you know, they kind of went on on, oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Because at that time, the iPad was really lacking any kind of significant games at all whatsoever. And because Kotor would work so well, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, Kotor would work well on an iPad and it would control well. And it would be a really good full game to have on this console. Yeah. 
I, I don't think it was. That's the thing. I don't think it was it, it, it was a business decision as much because I mean, who does the money go to now, right? Because I mean, LucasArts is pretty much dead. I mean, some of it goes to Aspire, obviously, mm. for making the port, and then some of it goes to Disney. But it wasn't like. <sighs> did did LucasArts have their name on this port at all? By the way, I, I can't. Yeah, of course. If, if I start up my Mac version now, it, it shows up. No, Lucas no. Arts. I, I mean, on the iPad one. Oh, on the iOS one. <laughs> They must have, because even if they don't exist anymore, it's still yeah. their game, right? Yeah, so surely, like, someone from LucasArts gets some money towards it. Well, Disney bought LucasArts, and then they pretty much almost fired everyone, right? Or, or Yeah, they moved them to, to licensing, some of them. Yeah, so either it's the guys who worked on that game, or Disney, hmm. right? I mean, it has to be, like, what else could it be? Yeah. But... I don't think this was a cash grab. I, it's hard to say with ports because I mean, like, was GTA Three a cash grab? Because there wasn't really any, apart from like game loss stuff, which is obviously always you know a step behind. Aside from game loss stuff, there wasn't really any open world games on on the iPad that were good. And then Rockstar were like, "Hey guys, GTA Three, and people went ape shit mm. in a good way, right? It was they weren't arguing, they weren't angry, like, "Oh, you cash grabbing bastards!" <laughs> They're just like, "Oh, that's awesome! I'm looking forward to playing it." Well, well, there you have it. Yeah. Have you ever played any ports that have completely changed a game? Well, but then it's not a then it's not a port. Then it's like a spin-off. Like, what do you mean, like the Dead Space on the iPad? Because uh, that's a spin-off. Well, that's not a port. The um, Splinter Cell Double Agent had an original Xbox port. I, I I guess you'd call it a port. It was at the time where. It was the switch over between the sixth, seventh, uh, sixth generation and the seventh generation, uh, okay. and then Ubisoft thought, "Okay, we may as well do Double Agent on the original Xbox as well." And basically, it followed the same storyline, but the yeah. levels were completely different. Um, there was a whole new, uh, a whole new dialogue written for it, which was based around the original writing script for Double Agent. Um, and it, it was basically like a different version of Double Agent, one that I actually thought was better than the 360 version. But is that really a port to them? Well, I guess you wouldn't call it a remake. I wouldn't call it a remake. Um, but, a, but a port is just taking assets and making sure it works on a different console. Like it's not messing with the game. Yeah, but I, they did do that. But then they also... They didn't mess with the game. Messing with the game... Kind of says they're breaking the formula and ruining it. I, I actually no, think no, it's no. Bad, messing, but... messing as in changing something about the the mechanics or changing mm. something about the actual game itself. For example, like Lego games on the iPad, I guess. Yeah, with the IAP stuff. Well, that's only the newer one. Like the 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 older Lego Harry Potter games, like they're still based on the console ones, but a lot of stuff is just totally different. So it makes sense on the on the platform, which thank you. Don't try and be rock star, <laughs> you know. But I I don't really know what what you mean. Like, is that a port? Then is that a remake? Is that a? I wouldn't call it a re. It's not a remake, and it's not an entire god to honest perfect definition of a port. It I think it's somewhere in the middle. It's in kind of a remake port limbo. Okay. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. The, I, I'm strictly talking about iOS stuff here all the time, obviously, yeah. but 
um, Minecraft? Uh, I guess you could kind of compare. Well, I mean, compare it that's to just that. a really shitty port. <laughs> it's pretty it's shitty like a piece of shit. in the first place, to be honest. No, I like Minecraft. I, I mean, not them. to the extent that people like I it. I do but... not like Minecraft. <laughs> really? Yeah, I really don't like it. Why? I just, I just don't get any enjoyment out of it. I think it's... Okay. I have to be honest. It's. I uh-huh. wouldn't say it's not down to the popularity of it, but it is uh-huh. down to the fact of like the popular people who all play it on YouTube, and I just I don't like them. So therefore, I, oh, I don't I like how it's become a magnet for people to try and grab YouTube fame. That's but mainly I, the reason I don't like it. See, the thing is, I heard about this game before. It was even a thing on YouTube. Yeah. It's like just for me, it's just a good game. I mean, I haven't played it for like six months now. Um, but I, I don't know. Well, point is, the iOS port is, is a piece of shit. The world is tiny. There's no caves. There's no monsters. There's no survival mode. There isn't much you can do. It's like pretty much creative mode only. And it's just bad. I suppose that, in a way, is kind of what I'm trying to say about the double agent. I'm, I'm trying to think of a new term that we can call it and make history. Uh, report. <laughs> report. It's a re- it's a report. Uh, I yeah. think it's kind of in that sort of league as the double agent report, but um, yeah. uh, in a you different know what I just way. Realized. What do you realize? You no, know, I just realized. Oh, this is so stupid. Okay, so oh man, you guys will probably notice that this week's quality on my side has decreased a lot since last week. Audacity doesn't pick up when you plug in your microphone. So I was recording the whole thing on my headphone mic. Oh. Instead of instead of my microphone that I plugged in. That's kind of fucking stupid, isn't it? What? So what? it doesn't pick what? up your microphone that you plugged in? No, I have to like manually change it. Go into like uh, go into the out input and change that input into my microphone. Oh dear. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. Next time. Usually, we'd have Next better time. quality. We'll put a little note in the description. Yeah, saying that I'm a, I am not technically able to install my microphone and use it appropriately. Well, you'd never be able to use it. No, no. I, it's literally a matter of it's literally a matter of taking it from the drop down list. Right. But I just assumed it would do it automatically, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I thought it would do. Oh, GG. Looks Audacity. like you've got to get a better port of your mic. Oh, hey. Oh, because of the discussion. So I guess to finish it off, what... Okay, I guess we focused on iOS really, didn't we? Yes. To be honest. I, I, I'm sorry, it's probably my fault. I'm a big iOS guy, but... What game... Would you like to see ported over to the iOS? Hmm. <laughs> uh, You're gonna hear a lot of those sounds for a while. <laughs> uh, um, that's that's perfect. <sighs> um, I would like to see. Yes. Hotline Miami. It's coming to the Vita. It's been yeah. ported to the Vita, but I like to see Hotline But Miami. do you think that would work with virtual controls? 
Yes. Isn't the gameplay a little bit too fast and frantic for virtual controls? Hmm. I mean, you could make it work, but you'd have to redesign the game in some aspects, I, I believe, I guess. I can see it working. I can, I'm, I'm doing I it with my hands yeah. now. Because you only need two <laughs> sticks, really, and then you could tap to attack. Oh, you need the lock-on button and the look button. Yeah, it would be know. annoying, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it would have some uh, technical hitches to it that would kind of maybe yeah. make it worse than the PC version. But I, on the spot, can't think of anything else. Chrono Trigger. I'll just say Chrono Trigger because I love Chrono Trigger. I think that's already ported to the iOS. Oh my god, I need to buy that now. <laughs> I think. Don't blame me if it's not. I will. All right, I will. Cool. Uh, I'll, I saw that one coming, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> what was um, you like ported over? Well, yeah, it is on iOS. Talking about yeah. indies, Limbo would make a good iOS game. Mm. Make a very good iOS game. I'm surprised it's still not ported to the iOS. That makes no sense to me. Um. Then maybe ooh, Blood Bowl. Yeah. That makes sense. It'll make sense on a touchscreen. You only ever use the mouse, right? Yeah, but yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Okay. The, cool. you, <laughs> I wouldn't. Th Blood Bowl is a very hardcore game, right? So. Yeah. Mm, We'll probably never see it, but something like Saints Row the Third. <laughs> Please. Oh, well, if we're going for a dream world, I could come up with loads. But yeah, that's it. Right, this okay. is something I want ported that will work. House of the yes. Dead 4. I want House of the Dead 4 because I am absolutely disgusted that Xbox originally had the rights to it way back when the 360 was coming out. What happened? They didn't make it. What happened instead? Oh. It came out on PSN last year, I think. I want House of the Dead 4 somehow, and a port of it on iOS would be fine. So please... They have Overkill, I think. It's Overkill, though! It's terrible! I know, I know, I know, I know, oh, I know. I know. It's not fair. It's okay. I don't want to have to wait until I go on holiday somewhere to find an arcade and play House of the Dead 4. I have all it's the okay, others no, available to me right now. I even bought Overkill on iOS just so I'd have it there. Even though I don't Charlie, like just, it. Charlie, just remember, no, no tears, don't, only dreams now. Oh, 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 mister, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, Dear Esther would work quite nicely. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, it's because you don't really have, have to They'd have to tone much. it down loads, but that would work nicely. Yeah. Uh, Proteus. A bunch of... <laughs> <laughs> you know that game is fucking 10 bucks yeah yeah I was looking up I was like no way anyone will buy this for we, 10 we bucks got, I'm sorry. we got it uh, we got the lights the bundle we're, we're fine yeah we were lucky um well I guess now Knights of the Old Republic 2 I'd play the shit out of that oh yeah of course yeah uh a bunch of older games would work nicely Jedi Knight Jedi Academy maybe mm. maybe yeah, I yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. Um, a lot of like platformers, indie games. Thomas was alone. Yeah, even Battle Block Theater would make sense on the iPad. 
Because all you needed was left, right, jump, mm. and like uh, action button. Do you know they could even do um, the first Super Mario Brothers? Oh yeah, but it's Nintendo. They'll never port it. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. could make millions Pokemon. and millions Pokemon. and millions of dollars. Pokemon. Just release Pokemon on on iPad. You will never, ever get off the number one spot ever. Pokemon will stay up on the number one spot as long as the App Store exists, no, no, and that no, is no, a no, guarantee. Nintendo, yes, no. What? Nintendo DS, no, no, no. What Nintendo DS? Pokemon's staying to Nintendo DS. Pokemon's what? It's staying on Nintendo DS. I know, I know, but I'm That's saying, I'm if saying. it came so, out... No, 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 it can't, Nintendo DS, no. I know, no, but no, if it no, came no, out... Just, just no, Nintendo DS. Ah! <laughs> when I had the, the, what's it called, the emulator, when I had a jailbroken iPod a while ago... Pokemon on that was the shit. It was the best. It was my best time with Pokemon I've ever had. Or you could just so buy good. a DS. Or you could just <laughs> port it over. And make millions. You could shower in money. Mm. Yeah, that would, that would recover all of their failures with the Wii U, pretty much. That and would literally... Some. I don't even know. That would just make them so much cash. No, 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 Nintendo DS. Fuck <laughs> uh, that's all I can really think of right now. Just platformers, loads of indie games would make sense. Um, and yeah, that's point and clicks, obviously. Yeah, they were. But nothing that requires a lot of complicated stuff, because virtual controls just aren't the thing that's enjoyable. Yeah. And no so, one yeah. likes a cluttered HUD. No one likes a cluttered hut or hut. If you live in a hut, yeah. you don't want to have a cluttered hut. hut. Or what? Or a pizza hut. Pizza hut. Yeah, cluttered pizza hut always sucks. Yeah. Pizza hut pizzas aren't actually that good. They're a bit meh. <laughs> yeah. Meh. Pizza Express can... is the way to go. We had a. We just had a normal pizza at a supermarket yesterday. Well, like, not like a supermarket. Like, you know, like I've. Yeah, frozen. Yeah, pizzas. like a supermarket, and right next to that is like a kind of takeaway place belongs to that oh, supermarket right. yeah i get what you mean what's like what's like a what's like a series of small supermarkets in in england uh a retail park no 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 like where was it that me and me and you went to some supermarket didn't we when i was there no, was it just like a no, small store that's like <laughs> it's like a, it's like a series of small stores that just sell groceries oh branket shops like right at the top of my street Kind of, yeah. Um, like Aldi. I don't know. Do you have? Do you guys have Aldi or Little? Yeah, we have them. Yeah, so it's kind of like Aldi or Little, except they had like a right. restaurant part. Okay. And it was like a pizza slices you could get, and they were so good, so good. Maybe it was Beast. Huh? Maybe it was. I, I'm trying to think where it was now. <laughs> Remember me and me, you and your mum went looking for something somewhere. Oh, to a supermarket, was it, I think. It was um, a, a foreign plug thing for your eye devices. It could have been. I think that was what it was. It could have been. You'll have to wait and find out in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> of guys and their joysticks. Uh, I think before we end, shall we just quickly yeah? say what we're looking forward to in E3 and what we want to see at E3? All right, you start off. Go ahead. 
Uh, I'm looking My main man. forward to seeing Ubisoft stuff. I want to see more Blacklist gameplay. I want to see, mm-hmm. uh, apparently they've got a planned Splinter Cell for the next generation. want to see what that looks like. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to see EA stuff, surprisingly, because of the Star Wars. I really hope Battlefield yeah. 3 is there. Yeah, yeah. But I will be happy with whatever Star Wars stuff they show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just as long as there's Star Wars stuff there. I don't think they'll show them, though, because they won't... They, they won't be releasing till 2014, but will they even be developed before 2014? Uh, well, everyone's saying that they they have something to show. Apparently, there's a leak. Okay. Or I, I don't know if they're showing right. it or just talking about it. Maybe showing a teaser trailer. Yeah. Regardless, probably. I want to see what's what's happening. Uh, yeah. And I just, I guess, I want to see more games. That's that's what you want. Oh, and of course, <laughs> Fable Anniversary. I absolutely would die for a demo of yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that, yeah, just just more games. Um, hopefully, some clarification on the Xbox One. Probably never going to get it. I'll live with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Probably a bunch of lies. What right. about you? Central Four, Central Four, Central Four, Hotline Miami Two, Central Four. Oh God, that's it. Yeah, if they show Hotline Miami Two, I will just explode. They are. They're showing Hotline Miami oh, Two. Oh, oh, oh yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. You should see my face right now. <laughs> I'm glad I made you a happy child. Oh, I thought, are they going to show it? Nah, nah they're yeah, not going to do yeah, it this they're showing it. Oh, they're showing yeah. it. They're showing oh, it. If it's out this year, do you know what? It probably is. My, my year's set. Is. Fable Anniversary and Hotline Miami 2, done. Done. <laughs> no need to buy anything else. I don't even care about GTA 5. Or Saints Row Four, or Blacklist. Oh, don't Done. say that. that. That's it. I'm fine. I'm happy. <laughs> Someone loves some Hotline Miami. <sighs> um, oh, and if Blizzard is going, then Hearthstone. I want to see more Hearthstone or Blizzard All Stars. Oh yeah, and potentially Bioware. Anything Bioware because uh, but, uh, if, yeah, Bioware would be nice. If Bioware was a woman, I'd marry Bioware. I think they're at the state where they actually have some. Mass Effect 4 stuff to show off, so maybe. maybe. May, hopefully. Well, it's not really Mass Effect 4. That's it. Like they, they keep being so anal about it, like, oh, so a new Mass Effect game. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Mass Effect was a trilogy. This is just Mass Effect Universe. Are it's they like, well, calling it Mass we... Effect 4? They're not calling it Mass Effect 4, but like every time people say, oh, what about Mass Effect 4? They like get really anal about it, saying, like, no, no, Mass Effect was a trilogy. Don't call it that. But like That's what I'm saying. Like, Will it still be like Mass Effect and, like, I don't know. Garrus's, I don't know, hot dog parlor tycoon. <laughs> they can still whatever. continue. Like I think the reason is because they're like, oh, it's not about Shepard. They can still continue yeah, yeah, the storyline yeah. without Shepard, no problem. Oh, of course, but they like they get anal about people calling it Mass Effect Four. But it, it is, it is. We don't have. A I know. Title, that's so what, what I'm saying. We're going to call it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That's why I'm like Mass Effect Four, <sighs> but it's not Mass Effect Four. Ugh. They need to just yeah. chill out and relax. Relax. <laughs> No tears, only dreams now. They need to pl- listen to that song. Yeah. I guess next week's episode will be covering E3, Yeah, right? We're, we are considering doing an, uh, an E3 episode special every day of E3 or every day after each day of E3 or something like that yeah. to kind of summarize yeah. what happened and talk about it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But if we don't do that, we will probably just have... An episode, a really long, yeah, episode eight. An episode next week that has no game reviews, no news, just completely talking about E3. So, yeah, 
We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we're still not on iTunes yet. I've contacted Apple. They haven't emailed me back. I've even called them, and they're like, "Yeah, email us. We'll be back." <laughs> they're not. They're not back. Nice. Uh, but you can subscribe to our iTunes if you go on our blog. Uh, I think it's two guys one joystick dot or is it two guys and their joysticks dot blogger blogspot. Two guys and I think. Two guys and just that? No, no, no. Two guys and as in that one, the one that you said with mm-hmm. and in it. Let's see. I'm bad. I don't know my own. It's two guys and their joysticks dot blogspot dot com, yeah. and you can subscribe to us through iTunes there, so you'll get every episode on iTunes. Get hyped. And like us on Facebook. Charlie, where can they find us on Facebook? Uh, just search two guys and their joysticks, and you can find us there. Or you could go on the v10.com official page like that, and you'll get updates on our stuff there as well. Which is B dash or minus or whatever you want to call it. 10, as in T-E-N, dot com. And we are a member of that website I as think well. we actually completely forgot to say ages ago that they bailed us out yes <laughs> so guys yeah, if you're yeah. wondering we've got a new host <laughs> website and we've had it for yeah. about four weeks of called four, three, yeah. thanks to those guys and they're great guys yeah they're so nice by your friendly guys good articles mm. uh so definitely check those out we've uh, we've contributed they... to a couple of articles haven't we yes we have that we have indeed yeah. so thanks B10. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Cheers. Getting hyped. And um, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Ta-ta, as you say.